Brando MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. The Greg Wilson and Bubba Jenkins should be here pretty soon. We have our new intern, CB Gold. Uh, it's going to be a great show. We have King Mo on the show, as well as Charlie Rosa, who's fighting this week on Sunday. And two guys that are fighting at the next big UFC pay-per-view event, Justin Scoggins and Ray Borg. It's going to be a great show. Listen, people, I've been saying it for weeks now. Decipher is the lifestyle firm designed to help you make your everyday life easier. They specialize in individualized consulting designed to help maximize your potential. Call for a strategic advising and support, whether it's for help with a short-term focus goal or for coaching or long-term career management. Among other services, they offer life coaching, mental coaching, contract negotiations, and personal advising. Not sure your needs fall in the realm of expertise? There's only one way to find out. Call them today at 1-888-731-COACH. That's 1-888-731-2622. Fighters, Decipher has recently raised the bar for management in professional sports. Their firm represents fighters, assisting with contract negotiations, public relations, managing your fan base, and obtaining sponsorship. Everything you need taken care of while training for your next fight. Not only that, they provide next-level comprehensive management and support. But they also allow you to keep more money than any other agent or manager out there while offering one-on-one mental coaching to help you prime for success. So book Decipher for long-term coaching today and use the code ROASTED for 10% off all services. Again, go to D-Cipher and use the code ROASTED today. Also, Decipher Life is their newly released audiobook is now available for download. If you want to truly make a positive change in your life, you need to hear this book. You can download Decipher Life from iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, or directly from their website on Decipher.com. I recommend this book to everybody. It's fucking hilarious and has some truly honest insight to everyday problems we face. And it's an audio form, so you can listen anywhere. Check it out today. That's Decipher.com. Also, tip a fighter. Listen, fighters are underpaid. We all know that. We know it. It's bullshit. We, so we have these fighters on our show. They're, they're Uber drivers. They're, they're, they're strippers. <laughs> Triple A. They're, they're male escorts. Okay, listen. <laughs> we got to get these guys paid more and females. So go to tipafighter.com or at tipafighter. Ladies, fighters, everybody. There's no, you're in the octagon anyway. You're already fighting. Might as well get paid more money. I love Might getting well. tips. Yeah. Greg Wilson is here. All right. Also, American Icon Autographs, AIASE.com, the best celebrity autographs, memorabilia, and everything else, including signings. They have signing from Fedor, Sakuraba, Big Nog, Hoyce Gracie, Marlise Conan. Check out their website, AIASE.com. Check it out today. How are you, man? I'm good, man. Can I tell you something funny? What's that? I, you know, I was just in Vegas, and on the way there and on the way back, I was listening to some of our shows. Yes. Because uh, there were some that I particularly wanted to go back and listen to, like the Sugar Rashad Evans show mm-hmm. and uh, some of those, and of course, our most recent shows. So I was listening to them, and it was, it was funny to me because I realized I'm so loud, I don't even think my microphone's on. People can hear you from home. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like, even have they, to be in the studio. It's totally. Like, it sounds like they're picking me up from your mic. Like, they're picking me up from every other mic in the room except the one that's actually in front of me. I've noticed that, too. Yeah. And I've actually been very happy with that, I, actually. Listen, I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone else sounds like they're on their, like they're on their mind. No, I said you're the like, only guy I know who can actually kill in two clubs at the same time. <laughs> 
you could kill at the Ha Ha and the Laugh Factory yeah, and the same at the exact same time. Yes. Yeah. So I just I thought that was really funny that it's like it's like my mic isn't even on. Like you hear me, but it's like I'm standing in a, a room next to you. Yes. It's, you know, it's just true. commenting like over a wall. I can hear you in my dreams. Uh, I, <laughs> I could actually hear you talking in your dreams. In my dreams. Oh, that's uh, so tragic. Think, think about how my poor girlfriend feels. I, I know how she lives with me. I don't know either. Uh, Nobody does. I'm not sure she exists. Listen, Can I tell you a true story? Uh, sure, but Do let me get on with my fucking... This, go, go on. Let me hear your true story. Okay, this is a true story. The uh, I don't have a fucking co-host that lets me start the show. They all just fucking jump in with their thing. It's like the announcements is my monologue on every show. I thought all right, right, okay, I didn't okay, all right go on. I thought we were into the talking part. Is this no, not the well, talking part? Go on. Part let's hear your, to, let's hear no, your no, story. Let's hear about no, I want to hear your story. Who did you not have sex with this week? Let me hear your story. Update us on your fuck this schedule. fucking schedule. Let's go. Let's hear, let's hear your okay, fucking story. So here's my story. All right. I don't want to tell it now. Let me hear you. So we have four okay. minutes for a press conference because you okay. were late. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Well, then, right. you know what? Oh, anyways. So when I did comedy.tv, mm-hmm. you know, I do the bit, the subway map routine where I climb on a girl in the audience. Yeah. And they were worried that what if the girl I get out of the audience doesn't sign the release? Mm-hmm. And my, my fiance was there and I said, well, 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 and I realized she'd never seen me do this routine. Yeah. You know? So I go, well, Summer can do it and she's never seen it. So we'll get a real honest reaction out of her mm-hmm. and she'll sign the release right now. So they're like, okay, great. So she signs the release. I bring on stage. I do the routine. It's a big fat hit. The audience goes crazy. Okay. So when they're editing the piece mm-hmm. for television, they have this woman editing the, the the thing, and she's cutting that particular scene from from the from the special. Right. And and Eric Peterkovsky, who we both yeah. know very well, is there. He's the executive producer, and he's sitting there. And she goes, and, and the woman editing is like, "Can you believe he did this to that poor girl?" Right. And Eric goes. Oh, no, that's his fiance. <laughs> and she goes, no, it's not. And he's like, oh, no, yeah, it is. And she's like, no, it's not. Like, she refused to believe that that girl <laughs> would go out with me. And to this day, refuses to believe that we're engaged. Like, I think I probably so does her parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they sent me a lot of Christmas gifts. They love it. All right. So uh, I'm sure they do. You're, you're a very lovable guy, man. Uh, so. Uh, well, how, how's my life going? Uh, I actually, I was at the Ha Ha last week, the show Yay. hosted Friday, Saturday. It was funny, actually. There was, I was talking about, I'm like, who has tattoos in the crowd? And this one girl was like, I have a tattoo. And I'm like, what's your tattoo? She's like, oh, I have a dragon. And I'm like, oh, let me see it. She's like, no, it's not very good. I was drunk. And I'm like, oh, well, you're the girl with the drunk dragon tattoo. <laughs> 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 it was this. It just, it just fe- fell right in your just hand. Fell in just my fell lap. right in your hand. Uh, so I it, did a dragon tattoo joke as well, and it it didn't go so well. Oh, really? Uh, Why? Yeah, what was well, yours? Because there was a, a couple in the audience in Vegas from Sweden or Norway or something like that, and I was like, my only my only point of reference is the girl from with the dragon tattoo because the original version is in Swedish. Yeah, and I go, and by the way, Swedish is the most hilarious language in the world. You know, because it's all like, right? And I said, and here's the problem. If you remember the girl with the dragon tattoo, there's like a really, there's like a lot of intense shit. There's a lot of murder and shit. And one of them is a, is a rape scene. Yeah. And, but it's in Swedish. Right. And, and I'm in the theater and I'm, I can't help it, but I'm, I'm kind of laughing. And, and during the rape scene, you're laughing. I know, because the guy, but it's because because the guy's like giving it to her, you know. But he's like a fugin, <laughs> or, or <laughs> people. He's like a googly, a gig. and I'm like, oh my god, stop it! And then she's like a fugin, a Now, are I'm people like, mad at you for laughing at this? Yes, like the audience, I'm dying. And in the theater, 
dinner, I was dying, and my girlfriend was like hitting me, like, don't laugh at a fucking rape scene. I'm like, I'm not, it's just, stop, don't blame me, blame Sweden. They're the uh, ones making rape hilarious. <laughs> well, I'm not sure if Sweden is making rape hilarious or you just have a dark sense of humor. I think Sweden uh, is responsible for that one for having <laughs> a ridiculous language that is nothing but hilarity. It is funny. I, honestly, the, I think when, as, a, as kids, once you see the Swedish chef and as a yeah, Muppet. Yeah, that's your whole, that's how you, and, and then you realize it sounds like that. And that's all you think of it, is that, that goofy chef. Dude, and go that, back and watch that scene. And that ruins, uh, yes. So, uh, what else is going on? So, I did have a couple dates, so I'm not going to lie. Uh, of course. One girl I met, uh, I'm sitting with her, and she's pretty blonde, you know, like, fit. And I'm like, oh, what do you do for a job? She's like, I'm a healer. Uh, I, I was like, did you did you go to school for this? She's like, no, I just one day I just found out I have these powers to heal things. <laughs> so like, this was like a twenty this minute. Is so LA. And this I was is like, so LA. I was like, what do you heal? She's like, oh well, I can I I I've healed uh, I can heal cancer. I could heal. I'm like, so if I have a cut right now, you could just zap it up. She's like, no, it's not like that. It's just over time. I heal emotional distress. I oh, do you have a is there a, a price plan? Like if I got <laughs> like like cancer at two hundred dollars. <laughs> She said, no, you got your book by the session. But she, she was super cool, but I, I don't know if healer, I could. that sounds like a euphemism for prostitute. Really? Yeah. Is that, really? Yeah, she's healing dicks one at a time. <laughs> I don't she's know. Heal- she's healing men from the struggle of blue balls. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think she's really well. She was a massage therapist, but she says she real. No, you just nailed it. She yeah, does. She, she's she, a whore. She whore. said. She said she does real massages. Yeah, she does. The kind that really release tension from your dick. Oh Jesus Christ! But it's okay. You love whores, so it's I don't love whores. Okay. However, <laughs> however, you know, I have like I guess you know in my life. Like we've talked about, I have hooked up with a couple strippers and porn stars and stuff like that. And, yeah, you know, my, look, look, my, my, my philosophy was, look, somebody's got to make these girls orgasm. That's you true. know, uh, <laughs> and someone has to do it. Look, somebody yourself on that grenade, you champion of the people. Somebody's got to <laughs> cook for the chef. You know, like the, the chef needs to eat as well. <laughs> So I assigned myself that position yes. of of guy who's going to make the 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 porn stars orgasm. Sure. You know, I I think that there's You're only Saint Adam. The, honestly, like there's yeah. people that's 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 my healing. Patron, I'm a healer as well. The patron saint of sluts and whores. I'm the patron saint of sluts and whores. But I want to get your little medallion and wear it around you, and it's you just like with tits in your face and finger banging a different girl, uh, but with a, with a halo. But yes. With a Halo yes. above your head. Did you play Powerball? I didn't, but I will this week. Yeah, it was Wednesday. It's coming yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. It's tomorrow. Isn't it like a billion and a half? It's now? a billion and a half dollars. And so I- if I'm not on this show on Thursday, you know I won that <laughs> motherfucker. You know what's funny though? I-, I was thinking like, what would I do with a billion and a half dollars? Have, have, you, have you thought of that? Like what you would do with the money? Yes. Because I, I, I played last week and I went for a run. I ran like four miles. And the whole time I kept thinking of what I would do with the money, right? You do look pretty trim. I saw a picture of you online and I was like, look at uh, Adam's looking pretty trimmed dude, up. It, 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 it was rough. When I was keeping my shirt on during sex, uh, I was like, <laughs> You're like, like, who am I, Greg? I was this like, it's time, you know. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm thinking what I would do with the money, right? What, what would I do with the Powerball? And then I'm like, all right, I'll fix my car. But that's like that's like a thousand bucks, right? <laughs> what an idiot! And then I'm like, all right, I'll fix my car. I'll uh, I'll retire my dad. That's the first. I would my yeah, dad yeah, have yeah, to work. Yeah. I would have to pasture. I would get a house. But uh, I love it when you say that. It sounds like you're gonna kill your father. <laughs> 
I'm going to retire my dad. Good riddance to that motherfucker. I, I, would, I would get a house, but just because I don't want to walk my dog. Just I want a back. I want <laughs> just a, to release it. I want hey, a backyard. Go do your business. That, Pay him back again to come clean it up once a week. The house would be yeah. slowly so I don't have to walk my dog. So, like, totally. so just the house, just to let him out. Uh, and then I will get a trainer. You know, but these are things I can do anyway. I don't have to win a billion dollars to do any of this shit, except for the house and yeah. retire my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, fuck, I need some bigger goals here. I, I would make my movie. I'd yeah, make a, yeah, I'd make yeah, a yeah. movie. I'd, I'd open up a comedy club. That way I don't have to worry about spots ever again. Right, exactly. Uh, I would open up a comedy club. And then you could be a dick to comedians. Oh, I would hire Jay Davis. I'd hire the best promoters in town right. to just to book to just my, fill that club. But yeah. I wouldn't let them book certain people. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Some people are not allowed. Listen, I, I, I've got that fantasy too. As soon as I open a club, I'll tell you who's not performing here. The list, you, almost anybody can, but I know exactly who's not performing here. And I, ha- I already have my no letter of people asking me for money of how I'm going to say no. <laughs> 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 I've already made out my well, like. You really, this is a long four miles. Like, is, you really I, I was thinking this. about this. Anyway, we got. We have, right now we're going to go to a, a press conference with Justin Scoggins and Ray Borg, who are fighting at yeah. UFC 197. Uh, we're going to call them right now. What? 196. Thank you. Our, it's our new intern, by the way, CB Gold. He CB is Gold. CB Gold uh, is the biggest MMA fan I know. He puts me to shame, honestly. Like wow. he knows. Everything about the sport. Uh, you you cannot stump this guy. I, one guy stumped you. Bubba stumped him on his first opponent. As far as I've ever. But almost, he's watched every UFC. He goes to every event. Uh, he's, he's trained at Extreme Couture. This dude knows everything about the sport. Well, at least he's not funny. So, <laughs> so I've got that. I'm just going to look at you now. When they go for opinions, I'm going to look at you. And you tell, you just go... Right, and then I'll be—I'll just go with whatever. How many people do we have on, on Periscope right now watching? Uh, we got oh, nice! All right, cool. That's a that's a, <laughs> a we're, power thirteen. We're, we're killing it on Periscope right now. All right, so <laughs> you know why? Because you're not answering the questions directly. They're yeah, actually, that's, that's when you start answering the questions, it pops off. All right, so but but you know that's nice. Thirteen people actually watching live because mm. people have asked that a million times. We want to watch it live, so this is great that they get a chance to watch it live. So this, let's call Justin right now. First. Can you believe this? really happening <laughs> so okay all right so uh what else is going on so it, it came out uh, right now we have technical difficulties as far as the press conference call so we're going to keep talking uh just in general bullshitting so uh well, not we, bullshitting there's a lot to talk yes about. nick diaz uh got only 18 months as opposed to five years uh so he should be fighting they're saying as soon as when tb and July of this year, which would be great. However, he's still fine. One hundred thousand retroactive. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, but he's still fined one hundred thousand dollars, which is shitty. A hundred grand for what? For marijuana? Give me a fucking break. Dude. So stupid. Especially since marijuana is a legal medication in California. And it, in and most it, states. And have you ever seen these guys? Fighters should be able to take marijuana. They need to chill the no fuck shit. out. No, I'd much rather have a fighter's stone than a, than a, than a guy angry. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's also a pain reliever. Yeah. You know, after these fights, do you really want him taking all these heavy prescription drugs, these opioids, which people get hooked on? Or would you rather have him just smoke a little grass and 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 eat some fast food? You see so many fighters and wrestlers that get hooked on painkillers. And so they're, they're the never... I mean, look at the documentary, The Smashing Machine. Mark Kerr, his whole career could have been... Uh, what was that? Carl Parisian, yeah, bunch of a lot of guys. Yeah, because it's fucking heroin, man. Uh, as far as um, now, let's talk about about uh, let's talk about uh, David Bowie. 
David Bowie died. That sucked. I actually, yeah. uh, number one, David Bowie was like, just his music is going to be it, it, timeless. Yeah. Timeless music. Amazing artist. My dad knew him because he used to, uh, when he was starting out, he used to watch Alice Cooper, go to all the Alice Cooper shows. Right, right, right. Was, Alice was a big influence on him. So I met David when I was, uh, I could go David when I first turned. Uh, yeah, yeah. I met David. Dave. Uh, when yeah. I was on uh, about, Davey Dave. About six, Davey Dave. About 17 years ago, I was uh, an extra on Zoolander. Yeah. And I was David Bowie's stand-in. Uh, and you were David Bowie's stand-in? Yeah. Okay. David Bowie stand in and <laughs> that doesn't seem because wasn't David Bowie like six feet tall? No, he and... no, he wasn't. He the guy wore crazy heels. Like oh. he was actually exactly my size. Oh, he had really? my, my had my cheekbones. Yeah. Okay. He just looked right. big because he, he you know he's just... all super slender too. So. Yeah, yeah. So and I was super slender back then as well. Okay. Uh, so it's beginning to make more sense. Now. So the Zoolander itself was a mess because they shot all these models in this warehouse and they kept going over budget. There was a fire. Uh, Ben Stiller kept firing ADs. Like every day there was a new AD. They'd be like assistant director, like, and they were by the fifth one. She was like, please, I need this job. Please behave. (laughs) And there were thousands and thousands. There was a thousand, there was a ton of extras, all models, but it was like, it was, they wouldn't listen to shit. Well, that, and they were talking because they're in charge of it. And the AD was, I mean, he was, he was a flipping out, uh, Ben Stiller. So I'm standing with David Bowie and we're, 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 we're talking, you know, I'm like, Hey, but my dad managed Alice Cooper. Oh, really? Is I, you know, super nice, very down to earth. And then all of a sudden we're, we're having a conversation and I'm, I'm a standing, so I'm next to him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the AD comes up to me and goes, uh, excuse me. Uh, ben Stiller is upset that you're hogging David Bowie's time with him. So, <laughs> so Ben was upset that I was talking to David you, Bowie. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you were getting all the FaceTime. I was getting, I'm like, I don't even know if it was Ben Stiller who said that or if it was the AD. Who just like was like, I need to tell him something. Yeah. So stop so, talking to David Bowie. I don't know if it was that. But at the same time, I was next to him. Like, it wasn't yeah. like I was, I ran across the room to talk to the guy. I was literally his stand. Right. You were in the place that he needed to be. <laughs> and we were just at talking. The time you needed to be there. And it just seemed like David Bowie liked the conversation. But yeah. anyway, David Bowie, uh, rest in peace, man. Uh, you're an amazing artist. And uh, How did he smell? He always looked like he smelled terrific. Uh, well, he was banging I, I'm on, right? Yeah, yeah. So I would probably, if you're in that, like, that beautiful diamond of a vag, yeah. uh, you probably smell pretty good, right? Right? Yeah. Like African fruits and berries. <laughs> you know? Like... <laughs> We're back. We're going to have, well, we're gonna have our Bowie conference call. I didn't get to share my Bowie experience. Really? We'll you have a, you, you met Dave Bowie? No, I was just going to talk about you know wh- how we heard the news. But, oh. You know, hmm. We'll get back to it. I had a personal experience with him. Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, you have to top my fucking story? I don't, it's not going to top it. I just wanted to chime in. I thought oh. I was a co-host on this show. You are a co-host. Uh, it's more of a sidekick. But, uh, but... <laughs> I'm an old cell phone. <laughs> I'm an old slide face cell phone. Is it working yet? All right, I think I think it's gonna work now. We are, we are here. We are gonna get the sound right. Yeah, I wasn't gonna top your story. I know. Hello. Hello. Is this Justin Scoggins? Yes, sir. What's up? What's up, man? It's Adam Hunter. You're on the MA Roasted podcast. I'm here with the Greg Wilson. What's up, man? Yo, what's up, guys? What's up, man? How are you, man? But meanwhile, Justin Scoggins, by the way, uh, if you guys don't know, he he's uh, an amazing fighter. Uh, he, he, he's young, he's tough. He's, he's 23 years old. He was a, a, a karate champion growing up. Nice. You are kind of the king of South Carolina, by the way. I was in Myrtle beach. I hit you up to come to the show. <laughs> Somebody didn't call me back. It's okay. It's all right. I, I'm not taking it personal. 
So, uh, but, but just so you know, when I was in Myrtle Beach and I mentioned your name, you're like the king of Myrtle Beach. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, king of Dirty Myrtle. Yes. Yeah, did you used to deal meth or something? Or? Like Kenny Powers. <laughs> nice. Now, now, you were a South Carolina state champion, right? Uh, yeah, MMA, I was a, I was this uh, amateur South Carolina state champion, so I had a, I had a lot of fans around here, and uh, I've gotten a lot of support from around the area, everywhere around the area, really. So, what about I mean, yeah, it's, it's really nice. Now, did you have a, a, a wrestling background? Yeah, yeah, I wrestled in high school uh, for all the years that I was in high school. I wrestled. <laughs> oh, nice. What, <laughs> what was that? Three years? Well, how many? How many years were you in high school? Uh, a good, a, a good three years. Oh, wait. So, you, wait, you, you never finished high school? No, no, I didn't. I actually ended up uh, leaving high school and uh, starting on my fighting career and focusing on that and ended up just getting like a GED or whatever because, you know, I, I always knew what I wanted to do. I'd be sitting in class one day and just like, you know what? I'm going to be in the UFC, so I think I'm going <laughs> to peace out here for a minute. Now, I did talk to some people in South Carolina that they said when you got to the UFC, you partied a little bit too much. You smoked a little bit too much ganja. You kind of went. You, you you banged all the southern girls, but now you you lost, uh, and now you're back on on track. Is any of that true? You know, man, we uh, <laughs> we all have our little you know our little moments that we go through, or maybe we're not uh not on track like we should be. But yes. you know, it's it's all for for me. I, I kind of look at it as all as part of the journey. You know what I mean? You got to go through certain things to get to where we're at today, and. Uh, you know, that's what I've been doing. I just, I take it, I take it one day at a time. I make my decisions, you know, based on my instincts and how I feel at the moment. And, you know, and I, it's, I'm a lifelong martial artist, you know, and, and doing martial arts, I've realized that, you know, every single thing that's thrown your way, whether it's good or bad, is going to teach you a lesson and make you a better person in the end. So that's where I feel I'm at now. I'm, you know, I've always been on the, on the road to being a world champion, you know, it's just a matter of what path you take and how you get there. Good for you, man. You know, that's good to hear. And I think that uh, you, you seem like a very wise 23-year-old. I don't know if I would be able to handle the pressure of being in the, a professional athlete at 22 years old or 21 years old. Well, that's, that's when most of them are professional athletes. It yeah. thins out after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, we're, we're going to call your opponent right now. you got a tough fight coming up, dude. You're fighting Ray Borg, uh, who is 9-1, who's tough, he's strong, he's aggressive, he's got great submissions. What's your plan against Ray Borg? Oh, uh, you know, Ray, Ray's a tough guy. He's a, he's a good prospect in the division, but, you know, I, I've been doing this a really long time. I know my skill set, and I know everything I bring to the table, and, you know, it's it's just not a, it's not a good matchup for him. Nice. Well, let's call Ray right now. I'm going to call Ray. I like Ray. The, the Taz Mexican, Taz Mexican devil. against Justin Tank Scoggins. I'm excited for this fight. This is a 125-pound scrap. Yeah. J- Justin, you're a good kid, man. Thanks for being on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. This is Ray Borg. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, the Greg Wilson, as well as your future opponent at UFC 196, Justin Scoggins. How are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good, good, good. Last time I talked to you, we were Kenny Florian. Uh, I actually, your gym's on a, on, on, on a, on a roll. Uh, you, uh, Tim Means has got a big fight against Donald Cerrone. The average Joes are looking good, man. Looking good. Yeah, the average Joe's bringing one home for the team. Fuck, and then we also had another girl on on the show last week who fought uh, the the girl who's fighting for Invicta this week. Another average Joe. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely Amber Brown. Uh, she yeah. carried up this weekend. Yeah, I like Amber Brown. She's a, she's a real sweetheart. She's tough too. Damn, that girl's got freaking 
can't. I mean, she's got arms the size of like. I was waiting to see what you were going to say. <laughs> yeah, she's got, she's now, got these, uh, these ass cheeks. Now, 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 Ray, you and Justin have been talking a little smack on Twitter back and forth. Uh, what, what, now, Justin, you said uh, that Ray needs to be careful what he uh, what he uh, wishes for, or Ray, you said about Justin. What? what tell me exactly what happened. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, uh, Ray, 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 okay, okay, uh, hold on, hold on. Okay, uh, uh, Justin, you go first. Yeah, Ray hit, Ray hit me up on uh, Twitter and he, you know, uh, inquiring about getting in a fight on uh, February 6th. And, you know, I'm, I'm always down for a good fight and I'm always down for a good scrap. But, you know, going into this one, you know, I know my skill set that I bring forward. I know how long I've been doing this and how good I am at this and that I am the best in the world at this. And I'm in the premier weight class to, you know, not only display the power and, and speed that I have, but also display the skills that I have against Ray. And, uh, you know, you got to be careful what you ask for because sometimes you don't really know what you're asking for and you get in there and it's uh, completely different than you thought it was going to go down. Ray? You know, uh, and, and credit to Scoggins, the reason why I called him specifically out is because, you know, I've gone through about three people who were supposed to fight me. Um, each one of them's kind of had a little bit of an excuse. So I was like, you know what? I know Scoggins' is game. I'll, I'll call him out because I know he ain't going to puss out and he'll he'll take the fight. So, you know, credit to Scott is because I know he was tough and he'd take the fight. You know, I, I, I definitely, I like this fight because I know it's going to be fun. You know, sometimes, sometimes you just want to go in there and have fun. Sometimes going in there and having fun is what brings out the best in you. So, I called him out because I wanted to have some fun. I know it's going to be a fun fight. It's going to be an action-packed fight, and I think a lot of people are excited about it. So, Justin, who's going to win this fight? I'm going to win the first round. <laughs> first round? First You're going to... round! Wow. Wow. Uh, Ray, would you like to comment on that? Yeah, it's pretty ballsy to say first round. I mean, I, mean I, I try to make real bold predictions, not just, you know, what I think or what I want to happen. You know, I make bold predictions. I think I'm going to my, my choke him choke them and put them to sleep in the I don't second. say what I want to happen, what I think is going to happen. I say the visions that I have in my head, these visions that I get that I see what's going to happen. And I put that out there into the universe and I put the work out there to go along with it. And when I go in there in the first round, I, it will end in the first round. Wow. Wow. Now, yeah. now how... that, that, that's pretty good. How did, how did you predict your last two wins to go? Uh, I won my last fight. I don't know if you watched that one against Tampa. I won that one, and, you know, the losses we get, and, you know, they're, uh, they're learning experiences, and they're, they grow, they make you grow as a martial artist. And uh, I'm at the top of my game as a martial artist today. I'm not, a, I'm not just a fighter like the rest of these guys, these, these brutes to get in there and do it. I'm in there, and what I'm doing is I'm putting out a piece of artwork. I'm, I'm using my footwork. I'm using my movement. I'm using my speed to make everybody be captivated by what I'm doing. And when I go out there and put on the show, everybody is. Right. Well, that, 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 that's a that's a really nice, cool statement, but it wasn't quite the question I asked. But all right. <laughs> now, uh, Justin, how are you going to beat him in the first round? Knockout. Knockout. Ray. A real fight. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to. I'm not going to go out there and, and wrestle you. I'm not going to go out there and roll around with you. I'm going to go out there and you ask for a fight, and what you'll get is a fight. Oof. Ray. <laughs> Well, the, the, this is a fighting game. I mean, I, I would hope it's going to turn okay, into a yeah, fight. Yeah, I mean, from, I don't what really... I've seen, from what I've seen of your videos, you don't like to fight. You like to wrestle and you like to do jiu-jitsu, and that's all well and good and everything. But when it comes down to the end of the day, those fans want to go in there, and they want to see two guys go in there and throw hands at each other. And we'll see how long it takes before you're reaching for a shot. 
You know, you know, I, I got two performance bonuses under my belt for doing this wrestling and grappling and rolling <laughs> around. So I mean, I'll roll around on the ground all my fucking career if that's if that's how it's gonna go. I mean, I'm I'm not scared of a fucking fight. I mean, don't be fooled just because of how my fights have gone previously, buddy. You know, it's the the thing about me is I already know what you bring to the table. You're gonna throw your little fucking taekwondo kicks, your little hooking heels and shit. And yeah, there's some nice little slick kicks, but you don't even know. You don't you don't you, you don't quite know not. everything I bring to the table. You don't quite know. You've only seen a portion of it. And that's the scary thing about the for, to the rest of the flyweights is you guys haven't even seen my full arsenal. So you know maybe you'll get to see it. Ooh, wow, <laughs> man. Uh, I guess we're all going to see it, huh? Now, can we good. all agree at least that South Carolina has hotter chicks than Albuquerque? <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Say that again. We can, we can agree that South Carolina, where you live, has better looking girls than where Ray lives, right? Now, in Albuquerque, can we at least agree on that? Oh, dude, these Southern Bells out here, man, you can't get enough of that. Boy, no kidding. Get me an ice cream scoop. Ray? Uh, I, I don't know. You can find the best looking girl with three teeth, with three teeth over here. <laughs> Ray's putting out his own place. <laughs> He's like, we got three teeth over here. So man. who's got now? Now, Ray, uh, you know, you've actually come from a really tough background. You grew up in the ghetto. You had to you were living on people's couches for a while. Uh, do you think that like that this this background of yours is going to be better for you as far as Justin, who grew up in like a plantation? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I said it time and time again. You know, what makes a fighter is being able to to fight through a lot of things other than just punches and kicks and shit like that. I mean. When you know how to overcome adversity, I, I definitely feel that that plays in people's favors. Justin? Yeah, you know, well, you know, the, the Spartans are some of the greatest warriors in the world, and they grew up, you know, they grew up doing one thing. They grew up training to fight and training for combat, and that's all I've ever done my entire life. I've actually never done Taekwondo. My kicks are just really pretty just because I'm athletic and I have good technique. Uh, I've done Kenpo Karate. I've done wrestling boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai, I've done it all growing up, so I have been trained in the art of combat, and, you know, that's what, that's what I bring to the table when I come in there, it's just the mindset that is on fighting and on combat and nothing else. Now, now, Justin, uh, your two losses, your only two losses have come by submission, actually, one was a, a, a split decision, but the one loss did come by submission, which is Ray's specialty, are you concerned at all, are you training submission defense really, really hard for this fight, are you amping up the training on that? Well, after, you know, after that loss, I definitely, you know, went back and, you know, got in the gym and, and, and worked on the mistakes that I made. And, you know, it was obvious mistakes that I made and, you know, getting caught in a guillotine, that's something that can happen to a lot of people. So, uh, you know, I don't want to be one of those people that gets caught in that, you know, ever again. So I've gone in there and, you know, corrected the mistakes and gotten a lot of more on my jiu-jitsu and I have really good coaches around me. And, you know, I just, I really give my training up to them and do whatever they tell me and all I focus on is winning. Nice. Now, who's got more chicks in their life? Justin, how many girls have you, have you, have you slept with? Uh, that's confidential, bro. <laughs> Ray? It's the rule of three, though. It's the rule of three. Uh, Ray, what about you? He's only slept with three, then. <laughs> Shit, you, you must be out your mind for me to answer that. My fiance is going to listen to this and be like, what, what, what the fuck you say? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I can't wait for this fight. Who hits harder? Ray, come on, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, if I, I don't know, they say that 
that that le- that power comes from legs, and you know, I got I got some some beefy legs and shit like that. I mean, I haven't seen Scoggins' legs in person, but power, they... the power comes from the ground. It's all about using your body and what you have to generate that power from the ground. And I'm an expert at using my entire body and getting it into my movement. So I'm gonna have to say at the same way. Me, for sure. Nice. All right. Well, I am lower to the ground, so if we want to go that theory, then I guess I win. Hey, hey, you're going to be extremely low to the ground February 6th. Wow. Wow. Oh, fuck. I can't wait for this fight. This is going to be a great fight. This is, I'm so excited. You guys are selling tickets right now. Yes. You guys are selling tickets. You guys are doing a great job. All right. Who has a bigger penis? Uh, Justin? Justin Scoggins. Justin Scoggins does. <laughs> so, well, oh, listen, Ray's part of the Borg, and that so he has an interstellar penis. And well, oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. Uh, Conor McGregor, what do you think about these guys? I'll tell you something. I appreciate the attitude. Both of these guys got the right idea, coming in there ready to throw down. They're fearless, and I wouldn't mind seeing either one of them win this fate. Now, do you think you could take both of them at the same time? Of course. I could whip them both with my penis with no balls. Wow. <laughs> Wouldn't even be a question. I'd just blow a whisper at them, and they'd both be knocked out. Wow. Are you guys going to take that from Conor McGregor? Oh, Conor McGregor knows he can come to South Carolina and get this, get this anytime he wants. Damn. I do like you because you're a redhead, too, so that's in your favor. But I'll come down there and eat it like candy. Don't be surprised, child. My beard is red. My hair is blonde. So your pubes are what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to come down there and shave you clean. You want to shave his pubes? That's right, and then tape them to his forehead. Wow. (laughs) You'll have a full facial beard. (laughs) This is... uh, this. Conference is taking a weird turn. Listen, guys, good luck with everything. I can't wait for the watch to fight me. The best man win. You guys are both champions in my mind. I look up to both of you guys. Keep up the great work. Absolutely. Hey, thanks for having, having us on, man. You know, make sure February 6th you tune in and you watch this fight. You are not going to want to miss this one. I can't wait, man. Thank you, Ray. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, appreciate it. It's going to be a it's gonna be a fun one. Everybody's going to enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, everybody tune in. Thanks for having me on the show. Anytime. Take care, guys. All right, that was Justin Scoggins and Ray Bork. I have to say, I think that's our best press conference ever. <laughs> Those guys are Those good. Those guys really mixed it up a little bit, and we're like, no way, I'm getting this guy. I loved it when he goes, well, if it's about the ground, I'm closer to the ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that, was pretty, that was pretty good. Ray Bork was funny. He Ray said, he said the they, girls got four teeth. Go to Albuquerque. Were, I love it. <laughs> the girls got three teeth. They were great. They're yeah. Listen, they want to get at each other. It's going to be a good fight. It's going to be a very good fight. You know, They're I'm, willing to predict knock at each other out, well, take it to the ground. It's and and like they say, you know, the styles make matches. You got two contrasting styles here. So when you have a twenty-two-year-old versus a twenty-three-year-old, and not one high school graduation between two of them, <laughs> <laughs> you got some real fighters. <laughs> it's gonna be a you good got fight. Guys with no way out. All right, so we are calling Charles Rosa, who is fighting this Sunday at UFC Fight Night. What is it? Fight Night Boston, but is there a number on it? UFC Fight Night Boston, Dillashaw Cruz, Charles Rosa, he's a 145-er, uh, has a crazy backstory, he seems like a super nice guy. Right. Can't wait to talk to him. Hello? Hey, is this Charles Rosa? Yeah, what's up, man? What's up, man? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. How's it going, man? Uh, good to talk to you. How are you? All right, great, man. Just got back from training, so just uh, 
finished some lunch, so he caught me in a good time. Nice. Now, you've had a crazy week. Your opponent dropped out, right? You're supposed to fight Jimmy Heads this Sunday. He dropped out. Now you got a new opponent today? Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. I found out I found out yesterday um, that Jimmy Hedis was out, and then it took about 12 hours to find out that it was um, my new opponent would be Augusto Mendez. Um, he'll be making his UFC debut against me. Now, what do you know about this guy? Um, I know he's he's a, he's a Brazilian. He's 32 years old. Um, he trains at MMA Lab with Benson Henderson. You know, he's mainly a jiu-jitsu background. I, I believe he's a jiu-jitsu world champion. Um, I'm not sure exactly if it's gi or no gi, but, uh, you know, I know he's a very well-decorated jiu-jitsu guy. Um, his record's 5-0. and um, he, he You know, he's finished all of his opponents. So, um, you know, I think he's he's a decent prospect, but I think he's he, he's running into me a little bit too soon, and uh, it's going to be a bad day for him. He's going to find out quick that it's not a jiu-jitsu match. It's an MMA fight. Now, Jimmy Hedis also was a great grappler, right? So it's, it's not like you're all of a sudden you're going from a grappler to a kickboxer. So it's probably better for you, right? Or not as... Yeah. 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 Yeah, I would say overall, I would say overall the, the matchup is more favorable for me than Jimmy Hedis. I think, Jim, you know, Jimmy Hedis is super tough, you know, seasoned veteran. He had six UFC fights, um, great jiu-jitsu. He's very tough, you know, durable. You know, he's a, he, he's a decent size for the weight class, so... You know, um, this guy doesn't really, you know, bring all those things. I think it's going to be the same game plan that I had for Jimmy Hedis. I mean, this guy is great at jiu-jitsu, probably a little bit better than Jimmy's. But I don't even know if his submissions will necessarily be better. I just think that, you know, overall, he's probably a better jiu-jitsu guy. I know Jimmy had great submissions. So it's going to be the same game plan. You know, I'm going to go in there, use great footwork, and, uh, you know, you know, uh, hopefully shine in Boston. Yeah, this guy's 5-0 and with five stoppages. So, uh you got you got a tough tough opponent, but I got you, man. You've uh, I was reading about you, man. You've had a crazy life. Uh, you grew up in Massachusetts. Uh, what what high school did you go to, by the way? I went to uh, PBD High School, and uh, oh and really? I seen, yeah, yeah. So that's that's a that's uh, a prep school, right? Uh, no, no, it's a public it's a public oh. high school. Um, yeah. Gotcha, and then and then you became a chef. You you went to Johnson and Wales. Yeah. Nice. You became a chef. You must be like every girl's dream. You could fight and you can cook, and, and you're a good looking guy. I mean, are, are chicks just is it just buckets around you? Are you are you, are you just slamming tail <laughs> everywhere? <laughs> yeah, you could say that. Yeah, you could say that. I mean, my girl's over in the corner. Oh, okay. I want to speak the phone. So. Yeah. But before, obviously not now. Yeah, not now. You're just slamming one tail. But before, you must have just, just no, been, you know. No, for sure. No, for sure. You know, I mean, uh, absolutely. I got a good resume. I, you know. Who sure. gets hotter chicks, <laughs> fighters or lacrosse players? Oh, definitely. Well, I mean, in, in lacrosse, when you're in high school, you know, you, you, you're the man. But definitely, I think fighters. I think, uh, you know, once, once you're here, especially... If, if you're in the UFC or, or you know, or fighting on TV, I mean, I think girls love that. Now, your father, your grandfather, and your uncle were all world champion boxers? Wow. Uh, no, no, they weren't all world champion boxers. They all boxed, uh, you know, um, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately. Fortunately for me, all of them didn't pursue professional boxing. You know, they all boxed. My, my grandfather boxed in the Navy. He was Navy champion. My uncle Tommy has over a hundred amateur fights. Um, wow. You know, he, he just won the ringside world championship for his age group. So, you know, he still competes, but you know, luckily for me that they all, 
you know, had full-time jobs and started a family and didn't pursue the, the pro, pro boxing because, you know, I might not even be here if it was for that. So luckily for us, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it's, it's a really tough, tough way to come up, obviously, as a pro boxer. So, you know, um, luckily to me, they worked really hard and were able to start families and have the time to take care and raise me and stuff like that. So, um, you know, now they get to kind of sit back and watch me live my dream. So it's pretty cool, I think, for them to see. Now, is like Thanksgiving crazy? At your, is it all everyone's just a fucking barroom brawl breaks out at your place? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was funny. When I was younger, I used to just get chased. When I was like up until I'd say 12 years old, I used, we used to just play games and I'd get chased around the, and, you know, at Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, Fourth of July, whatever. I would just get chased around by my uncles and just, you know what I'm saying? I'd be just trying to hide the whole time. So I didn't catch a beat. But that's, you know, that's how I came up. It was tough. You know, it was all, it was only good. You know, good fun. Uh, one of the games they used to play is hide and go beat. Like it's hide and go seek, but it'd be a cop. <laughs> I love it. Hide and go beat. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious. So, you know, I, I mean, I would find a good hiding spot for sure. You know, I bet. <laughs> anywhere I could. Hide in the fire, whatever you could find, just so you wouldn't get it. Now, now you've had a really tough life, though, man. I mean, uh, you, you had two brothers that passed away from drugs. Uh, how many brothers ha- uh, How do you have total, or did you have? Um, I had four brothers. Uh, my two older brothers, Dominic and Vincent, passed away when I was 16, and then the consecutive year when I was 17. Uh, Vincent passed yeah. away when I was 16, the consecutive year, and my oldest brother, Dominic, passed away. Sorry to hear that. I'm really so, sorry uh, to hear that, man. Really yeah, yeah, it was really tough, but, you know, it brought the family close together. Luckily, that was about the same time. My little brothers were three years old when it happened there. My little brothers, Lucas and Francis, are twin boys, you know, so they're like, man, they're, they're great. You know, they are. Uh, you know, they really, I think, held the family together because they were just, you know, such good kids. And, you know, uh, they were twins. And then I have my younger sister, Teresa, who's two years younger than me. So, um, I, you know, I still have a big family. And uh, my mom and dad both have eight brothers and sisters. So I have tons of cousins, over 50 cousins. Wow. No so, um, you know, I still got a great, you know, tight family. It's just, you know, it, it's definitely tough to lose my older brothers. But I think, you know, that that's kind of what makes me who I am today and makes me what I am and the reason I'm able to fight like I do. Now, now, when that happens, you become, I mean, you're all of a sudden, now you're the oldest sibling. You're kind of the man of the house at that yeah. point, right? I mean, you're kind of everything. Yeah. I mean, and you have to grow up really quick. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I went from being, you know, because my, my younger brothers were, I'd say, I think 10 or 12 years younger than me, that I went from being like the, the youngest brother, you know, my older brother chasing me around to kind of pretty fast within within two years uh to being the oldest you know so i definitely you know i went from 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 the youngest brother just not really having to worry about much always having things taken care of kind of you know at school or whatever my older brothers always had my back to then having to be the oldest um you know obviously i i have my dad and he, he he's a good backbone and he, he's a solid guy you know so it was good to have him obviously as like a good father figure but so i can't say i didn't have that but definitely uh it was it was it was tough losing my older brothers, my role models, my mentors growing up. I can't imagine um, that age. High school, yeah. So when you're in a fight, I mean, because like I remember your last fight, just 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 how tough you are. By the way, your your fight, your last fight, you could have easily won that fight. I thought it was a split decision. It could have went your way because you definitely won the third round against Yair, and the first round yeah. I thought you won too because you won the second half of the round. Uh, but when you're when you're fighting and, and dudes are trying to punch, are you are you just like man? You have no idea what the fuck I've been through. Your punches don't really hurt me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I can honestly say like I don't feel feel much of the punches in the fight. I bite down on mouthpiece, and I, I mean, I feel like getting hit fuels me a little bit more. Um, 
you know, I definitely thought the last fight was, was tough. You know, I thought I won the fight, but, uh, you know, I've lost to a Mexican in Mexico. I lost the decision. So one guy gave it to me, two gave it to him. But, you know, it's, it's irrelevant now. But it's just, uh, you know, it's just, you know, it just knows that I can go in there and I can compete. You know, the, I, I, like it's happened both times I fought out of the country. You know, I went in there getting booed when I walk out, and the crowd was chanting my name. Yeah, yeah that, that first fight, fight so you, not... you fight Dennis Seaver uh, on what, like two days' notice? You fight, a, you like fly to Denmark to fight this guy. No, you, no, you flew to Sweden to fight him in Sweden to fight to fight Dennis Seaver, who's like who's who's German. Uh, I'm like, you took a, a what, on like one week notice. What was it? I took it on five days' notice. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, uh, I had to cut. I weighed 178 pounds when I when I found out about the fight. First thing I did is step up the scale. Um, you know, I was in decent decent shape. Like I never am out of completely out of shape ever really. But um, that was you know I I once I got the call I was nine and zero at the time. I had all finishes, eight first round finishes, nine finishes, was nine and zero. And you know I was ready. I mean my manager told me that any time I could get the call and to always be ready. So you could, well, you cut 33 pounds in five days. Yes, yeah, and I had to do it in a different country. So, um, you know, luckily I was able to make weight because if I didn't make the weight, then I wouldn't have got the bonus. You know, because they don't give you bonus if you don't if you don't make yeah, weight. Yeah. So no, you got two. Was, you uh, got two bonuses out of out of out of your three fights. So you cut thirty three pounds in in five days. You fly to Sweden. You're looking across the cage from you against Dennis Siever, who looks like yeah. like yeah. a fucking mini Brock. Yeah. What's going yeah. What's going he through does. your head? He looks like a guy from fucking troll from, uh, from you know fucking like with Lord of the Rings or something. I was like, fuck this guy, and I looked across. He looked like the, like honestly, what was going through my mind? I'm like, he looks like the end boss in Zelda or something. Like one of the video games you play as a kid. Like when you get to the final boss, and I'm like, fuck man, this is gonna be tough. Like, but you know what? I you know that's the thing. I think I have the advantage. It's just like everything I went through. I said, fuck it. This isn't the worst thing I've ever been through. You know, this is, this is something I'm going to, I'm going to shine right now. And I felt like I did, um, you know, I thought I thought a great fight. I, I did everything I could possibly do. Um, you know, with, with the, obviously the circumstances, I'm not sure anybody else. I don't think anybody else in the division could have done any better. So, I mean, I was proud of my performance after, I mean, I was devastated. Obviously my first loss, I was a speedy coming into it. But you know it's part of the game, and I think everything happens for a reason. So I'm excited to um, you know to see what's next. Not only that, but you're 29 years old, but you started fighting at 23. So you've only been doing this for six yeah. years. Like I don't can you? Yeah. I, I can't think of another profession where you pick up at 23. I mean, <laughs> do you know any NBA players that started at 23 and made the NBA at 29? No. Doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. No. So no. yeah. That's- yeah, that's the thing I kind of like. Like I'm excited about is I don't think anybody's seen the best of me. I mean, I got a late start, and I didn't start. You know, I didn't walk into an MMA gym for the first time until I was 22 years old. Uh, you know, so I had no really prior experience. Um, you know, except hockey. Obviously, I played hockey, um, so I was an athlete, and I had the heart, and I had the athleticism growing up. Um, and you know, we used to do something called locker boxing in the locker rooms, where you put the helmet, mouthpiece, and hockey gloves on, and just we just go at it, you know. Um, so I, I, mean, I guess that's, that's some type of uh, sparring, but you know, I mean, that's that's the best I had, you know. And uh, we used to grapple with our friends on the big tra- on the trampoline. Actually, one of my buddies, uh, you know, one of my cousins, Louis Louis Karapi, he's a professional fighter. He's you know he fights in CES, and then we go to Shula fights in Bellator. He's five and zero. He'll be cornering me actually in my upcoming UFC fight. But we used to just go in the tramp. We used to just go in the big trampoline that we used to have and just scrap and like try to push the other one off or get a submission or whatever. So, 
I mean, I couldn't say I had no experience, but I had no real Yeah, that's real formal experience. experience. I'm not really sure if uh, hockey fighting in the, in the locker room. Really hockey boxing. Hockey boxing is going to train you for the UFC. I'm not really sure what that trains you for. Trampoline, uh, though. That's, you've got to work on your balance. Yes, that's true. Now, you are a brown belt under the Ricardo Laborio, which I, which how close are you to, yeah. to getting your, your black belt? I mean, I think I'm close. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, it's hard to really focus just on jujitsu because every every way that I've got my belt is like I want to be the best in the world at it. Like when I had my white belt and when I went to get my blue belt, I felt like there wasn't any blue belt that could beat me. You know, I had to be the best blue belt on the mat anywhere I went. And then same when I got the purple belt. You know, I was the best purple belt, and all the way to the brown belt, I feel like I'm the best brown belt on the mat everywhere. So you know, I'm. I still want to make sure that I'm not just getting my black belt because they think I deserve it or something like that. It's something that I want to feel like accomplished enough to, to earn it. You know, I think, you know, um, you know, I, I, I mean, I definitely got to where I got to pretty fast. Uh, I got a brown belt from Gloria within five years, which was, which is pretty quick. But uh, like I said, I want to be able to focus on the jiu-jitsu before I get the black belt and really be a true black belt, not just have it given to me. So. Right. Now your last fight, uh, you were bleeding so much out of your head. You pretty much, I, I'd probably say a pound of blood came out, right? Uh, you're fighting, yeah. now you're fighting and there's blood gushing everywhere. Are you lightheaded? I mean, could you feel the blood leave your head? No, I just felt, nah. I mean, I, I can honestly say, it. like like the people asking the same thing about the altitude. Oh, did you feel the altitude? Did you feel the blood? Did it get in your eyes? Like trying to give me excuses, but no, I didn't feel anything. I went in there. I felt, I felt great. I felt strong, and I, you know, the blood, whatever. I don't even notice it. Like I said, it's just tunnel vision, and I see my opponent, and I just try to kill him the entire time. I mean, I'm not sure how it is for other fighters, but when I fight, it's just, it's, it's all like adrenaline, and and um, it's just like kind of like a tunnel vision. I'm just like in there, and I'm and I'm just going. I'm just going for the finish the whole time, and. There's definitely, that's what a lot of people kind of, I'm not saying they criticize it, but some of my coaches say, hey, Charles, sometimes just hold that position. Maybe, you know, just stay on top, stay in side control and just win the round. But, I mean, that's not how I fight. I don't like when the crowd starts booming or anything like that. Like, I want to be an exciting fighter. And, you know, I have that mentality, like that gladiator style mentality, that when I go in the ring, it's like only one of us is coming out alive. I mean, maybe that might not be realistic of the actual situation, but in my head, that's what I prepare myself for. So when I go in there, like I look at it like I have to finish this guy the entire time. So and then sometimes the bell rings and it doesn't go my way, but uh, it, it's not going to change the way I fight. Well, listen, Charles, you're an inspiring guy. Uh, it was an honor to have you on the podcast. Good luck with your fight this yeah, week, man. man. Uh, I'm going to be watching uh, Sunday night uh, your fight. Awesome. Uh, I'll be rooting for you. We're definitely rooting for you. Thank you for everything, brother. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Take care. All right. What a nice kid, huh? Nice guy. Nice guy. I mean, what a fucking killer, too. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. Imagine that. Fight, you lose 33 pounds in four days to fight Dennis Seaver. His whole family is fighters, so. Yeah. You know. That's, that's, that's not a guy. To, uh, that's not a boss that I want to uh, no, street fight. Yeah, that's, no kidding. They like fighting to begin with. By the way, that uh, interview was brought to you by Decipher. It's a company created to help you optimize your life. I've been saying it for weeks now. Decipher is the lifestyle firm designed to help you make your everyday life easier. Call them today at 1-888-731-COACH. That's 1-888-731-2622. And book Decipher for long-term coaching today and use the code ROASTED for 10% off. Uh, Go to decipher.com, di-cipher.com. Use the code ROASTED. Also, pick up their audio book, 
Decipher Life. You can get it on Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, or directly from their website at decipher.com. Also, tip a fighter. Fighters are underpaid, and you can make a difference. Tipafighter.com, at tipafighter. Let's get these fighters paid more money. They worked their asses off. They earned it. Let's hook them up. Hook it up. Also, American Icon Autographs, A-I-A-S-E.com, American Icon Autographs. What do you think, by the way, about uh, Ronda Rousey hosting SNL? You going to watch it? Uh, you know what? I think this is a real smart move for her. Because obviously they're going to take some jokes. They're going to make the jokes that everyone else made. And she'll get the opportunity to like laugh at them herself and act like, and, and show everybody she's not this mess that they're trying to act like she is. I think it's brilliant. I think it's the best move she could have made. I, I think so, too. Aside from fighting for her title again. Now, by the way, so Misha is fighting um, Holly. Holly Holm. I don't know. Like, uh, I know Winkle John said Misha's a tougher fight. I, I think she is a tougher yeah, fight. I think, I, think, so too. I think that she's not, she's got a better coach. I think Ronda with the right coach beats Holly. Ronda with Edmund is not going to beat Holly. It's going to be the same thing, maybe even worse. I don't uh, think so. I think Ronda definitely beats her in a rematch. But really? Yeah. Based on what? Based on having lost to her the first time. But she's but she doesn't have a coach. You have to have a she's coach. She's going to try harder to get her to the ground and fight the fight that she normally fights. This one, she went in there. You could try she as was, hard as you can. She was all distracted. Next time, she'll be focused. She'll get a hold. She'll get her hands on her, Take pull her to the ground, and win the fight. How do you think you would do if you coached against Alabama last, last night with Clemson? What do you mean? How would I do? Yeah. I mean, listen, Clemson played a great game. Right. They just got outscored. But let's say you were the coach. <laughs> we wouldn't have been playing for the national championship. Okay, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to say. It doesn't matter how good your team is. The coaching is very important. Game plan, very important. Game plan is very important. Uh, yes, and, and I think they had the wrong game plan, but I don't but, think but, they would but, make but, the same but, mistakes. But this, it's, it doesn't matter. She worked her ass off. She trained hard. She looked great. She went up against a boxer and tried to box that person. Yeah, and, and I don't think she would do that again. And I don't think. But she's not the one calling the shots. Her. I don't think he would coach her to do that again. Why would he coach her the first time to do that? I think he was trying to coach her up to also be able to box, and then I think he was just trying to be encouraging between rounds. I think he was trying to keep her head up by telling her she. He was doesn't. He doesn't have. She doesn't. He's not the right coach. Either uh, way, I think she wins the rematch. Okay, maybe she does. I don't. I don't think so with that coach. I think if she goes to an American top team, she goes to an AKA. If she goes to a. Uh, uh, you, you act like Edmund isn't isn't capable of, of watching the tape and saying, you know what, he's, he's we should have taken it to he's the a ground very, more. He's a, I think he would. He's an arrogant guy. Okay. By the way, Bubba, the Bubba Jenkins just showed up. Bubba he, Jenkins. He, he's, up, what's up? he is a very arrogant man. That's right. Champion okay. people time. Uh, and <laughs> he doesn't. He, you know, when, you, when when a fighter's going in there and getting destroyed, and in the first round you tell the person you box beautiful. Okay, you're not. Something is not registering. Everybody he's coached, Shayna Baszler, 0-2 with him. Jake Ellenberger, 0-2. Uh, Travis Brown, 1-1, okay? Uh, I know. I don't think they would fight the same fight. Uh, but, okay. I think they would go back to her strengths, and I think she would have a much better— I think she would win the second. I think she would win the rematch. Bubba, who wins the rematch between Ronda and— uh, uh, Holly Holm, Holly if Holmes. it were to happen. I got Ronda. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Based yeah. on what? He's got Ronda. That's right. Thank you. All right, let's talk to the uh, CB Gold, the biggest MMA fan of all time. Who wins the rematch? Um, as of right now, I think Holly Holm. I think she need. I think Ronda needs to. She could work a striking with Edmund, but if she went to like an AKA for maybe a few weeks, or went to 
I mean, any, any, I know she doesn't want to travel far, but if she went to a closer camp with good wrestling and just worked a double leg instead of trying to get the clinch every time for those judo throws, I think she could do a lot better. Um, All right. Thank you, CB. Okay. See, so CB. <laughs> thank, I, I, thank you for talking through your lithium induced stupor. Okay. <laughs> He's got a lot of knowledge, not a lot of personality, but a lot of knowledge. And it's good to have the knowledge. So that's nice. That's great. You and I are polar opposites. <laughs> Greg has no knowledge, no all knowledge, personality. All personality. I'll just write a script for you. Exactly. You just, that's right. You tell me what to say, and I'll just say, and then it'll be <laughs> so perfect. So, Bubba, how have you been? What's going on yeah, with you, man? Bubba. I'm good, man. I'm Bubba good. Jenkins! What's up? You're the man! What have you Thanks, been up to man. last week? Um, not much, man. Just, you know, waiting, waiting, waiting. Waiting for the phone call? Waiting for the phone call. I'm supposed to find out today or tomorrow. Um, you know, they threw some names around, but I don't know if that's their official, so obviously I'm not going to, you know. Can't say nothing yet. Okay, what, yeah. are, they, what are the names rhyme with? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, some of the names rhyme with scat. You know, Turin kind of thing. And Jeff Curran. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. And yeah. who was the other one? Um, Scat. Pat well, Healy. Pat, Pat. Yeah, good. good Pat, uh, You're doing good. You're who's doing Pat? Great. This Bellator. is a great game. Uh, yeah. Patricio Pitbull. No. Oh, no, Pat. No. Pat. Hmm. But, I mean, if you guess it, then it kind of puts me out there. So, oh, okay, you know, yeah. we're just kind of waiting on the phone call, you know. But that's uh, great, we, man. We might be fighting March 4th. Or we might be fighting April 16th, so. March 4th is the one in Oklahoma? Ah, they keep putting so. it in Oklahoma. No kidding. Fight closer to here. That's a tough market to get to. Well, it's either Oklahoma. For us. I mean, we're Oklahoma judging purely on what's easy for us yes. to get to. It's either Oklahoma or Italy, so we'll figure it out. Italy. Yeah. Italy, yeah. They got a card in Italy in April. So, Do you want to go to Italy? I wouldn't mind. I mean, I've been to Italy once. Are there black people in Italy? Yeah. Yeah, they got black people everywhere now. Yeah. <laughs> now? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's true. That uh, is true, though. That is true. The Moors conquered Sicily. Uh, yeah. so. Black people are everywhere. Black people it's are every, just in, everywhere. There are fewer numbers in other places, but they yes. are everywhere. <laughs> but, but they are everywhere. You know, I went okay. to Ireland. I went to Ireland. I was in Ireland for five days. Yes. And I saw four black people. See? The entire time. And I said to the woman that I was working with, I go, this is amazing. You have, like, no black people. And I swear to God, she goes, what are you talking about? We're overrun with them. Really? That's what she said. I saw four. No, no, she means like they're running over them. <laughs> so uh, gotta stay longer. Yes. Yeah. Now, all right. So now, okay. So uh, Connor versus RDA. We, are, we we have not discussed that since last week. It has been announced that Connor McGregor is going to go to 155. Supposedly, yeah. there's some negotiations. He didn't sign the contract. He wants more money. He's saying it's not true. He's going to fight Dos Anjos the same night. Misha Tate. Fights Holly Holm. Uh, I feel for Frankie Edgar. Uh, Frankie Edgar wants that title shot. He's earned that title shot. They told him he beat Cup Swanson. He gets that fight. They told him if he beats uh, Chad Mendez, he gets that fight. Now, he still might get the fight, but if I were if I were him, I wouldn't fight anybody until I get the title fight. I wouldn't take a, a temporary fight. Well, I mean, for all we know, it's Connor saying, "I feel like none of these guys in this division. I want to move up a division and challenge myself." It could be the weight, also the weight cut. Yeah, and also he thinks probably he thinks he could beat Dos Anjos. I don't see him beating Dos Anjos. Uh, at the same time. Uh, the way he looked his last fight, I don't know if I could ever. I just can't go against Dos Anjos. I mean, you, a lot of people can't go against Kern, and that's great. But you know, I just can't. As I've trained with Dos Santos, I've seen him. He's been on a tear. 
you know, he's beating all the unbeatable guys. And, you yeah. know, I just think he's he's cold-hearted. He's got ice in his veins. He's tough-minded. And, you know, he's good. He's, so what's he's your prediction for the fight? I, I see Dos Anjos winning. By? Five rounds. Five-round decision? Yeah. Okay. I think he grinds him out and beats him. At, uh, not a decision. I think he beats him in the fifth. Greg? Well, I definitely think Dos Anjos, and I'll tell you why, because he came out and really beat up Cerrone. Whereas, yeah. you know, McGregor kind of came out and he landed that one great shot. Who knows what would have happened if the fight had just lasted a little bit longer. Whereas I think Dos Anjos proved this guy's just a monster. Now, let's say, I mean, it's a weird, it's a weird the UFC is doing this because... Uh, they they must be figuring. It's simply entertainment. It's, it's got McGregor nothing to do with sport. It. It's got nothing to do with sport in the sense of okay, we have our categories, we have our. They just want name on name. They don't care what weight class. What I mean, it doesn't matter at all. But let's say he wins, right? Let, let's say he loses. Let's say he loses in, in dramatic fashion. Who? Uh, Connor. But okay. his belt isn't on the line, though, right? No, but does right. his, does his stock go down if he loses? It, it, it does completely because people who aren't fan fans are going to watch it. And be like, oh, I just saw Connor get his ass kicked. They're not even going to even period. know that it's different weight class. Period. They yeah. just saw Connor lose. Period. Yeah. yeah so so I, I, it's weird. I think UFC. Connor wants to be the first. The, wants to be one of those kind of fighters that holds titles in multiple weight divisions. Of course, I think, I and think we've he seen wants it a lot in boxing. So. And yeah. I th- think he wants to be that guy for UFC to be able to say, no, I didn't just dominate this division. I. And, and I don't even think if he wins at lightweight, I don't even think he's going to stop at lightweight. I think maybe he'll keep going to one seventy. Yeah, no and, way. And just keep trying, too big. And just trying to take on. And Bob, win what are you saying? I think that uh, he wants to retire very soon. Really? I, I don't think he wants to have like a longevity career out of it. That's why he's making such drastic moves now. Think he he could retire right now, can he? Yeah, he could retire right now. But I think he wants to be known as one of the greatest ever, and retire with you know a small amount of work, but with great. Great, Great legend. resume. Yeah, but what yeah. guys have done that? No. Again, in history of sports, what combat? But Marvin Hagler sort of did that. I mean, he, he, he uh, marvelous. Marvin Hagler. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when he, Excuse I mean, me? he, he like got screwed by that Leonard fight. He said, "Fuck this, I'm, I'm done." Uh, but <laughs> can um, I tell you when I was in Barry, Vegas? Not, well, Barry Sanders did it, but he didn't. He didn't ever win anything big. Yeah. He kind. Of, I mean, he wants to retire in his prime in a sense. Just, I mean, he wants to go out. Saying I beat this guy, I beat that guy, I beat this guy. No one can tell me I can't beat anybody. I beat everybody. Blah 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 blah. Now I'm the champion in two different weights, and now I retire. And then for the rest of his life, he can say, "Oh, those guys could never touch." I mean, he can- you know, you sound like Ben Carson sometimes. Who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he a little bit? You're not a good black person. Sometimes. He's running for president. Uh, ben Carson. Yeah, he's the black he's the guy, guy running for in, in the republic. Does he kind of talk like him a little bit? Sound like him? Well, he is very low key, and you are very low key today for you. Are you tired? Do you need some yeah. carbs? Well, I just got out of practice. Right, and, right. And, and so traveling little... here. Okay, yeah. okay. Did you spar today? Can we get your yeah. Snickers. We did. A, we did a drill today where it was two on one. So we first did your partner, you and your partner, and one guy goes for 30 seconds on defense, all defense, and the partner comes at you sporadic. <laughs> just trying to, you know, so you're trying to move your head and, yeah. you know, kind of cover up. And then you do defense with counter punching. So you cover up and then find your good shots. And then they put two guys on you and go sporadic. They basically just jump you, and you're trying to, you know, find good shots to hit out, you know, and, and cover up. And then they go back to one person. So it makes it two times easier wow. when, when you go back to, you know, only yeah. seeing, you know, two arms instead of four or four. What's next? Three on one? It's gonna be like ten on one MMA. Well, today Let's I see mean it. it was very. By very the way, tiring. one of the hottest girls in and MMA trains at your gym, Shaney Rush. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you know you know her, right? Yeah, she was this tall MMA. blonde, mm-hmm. smoking hot, mm-hmm. like great body. Mm-hmm. And, she, and I'm like, where do you train? She's like, oh, the body shop. 
I go, with, with who? She's like, with, with Bubba? I go, with Bubba? She's like, yeah, with Bubba, which I thought was like really funny. And then, did like, you meet her on Tinder? No, well, no, I met her. I met her. She's friends with Carla Esparza, and uh, she's super cool. She's, you know, really she's sweet. good people. She's really good people. She got she got kicked in the body today, and she just went off when it was her turn to like jump on people. Yeah, she, she was kicking everybody. I mean, <laughs> and we were like, yo, you know, kind of pull your kicks because if someone can't see a kick, you can really hurt them, right? Yeah. So everyone's kicking to the body, kicking to the leg, and she got her leg basically kicked off. This guy was just kicking, 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 kicking her leg. And then when it was her turn, she was head kicking, spinning back kicking. You didn't see her coming. She was kicking you out. It no, was, she said oh, she's tacky awesome. before in practice. Does that happen? No, that never happened. She didn't say that. I've never <laughs> <read>. <laughs> Adam, you're such a dick. That's so funny. No, no, I shouldn't say it. <laughs> so are we trying to bait you, man. No, we are going to call He's someone. He's tired. He ain't we stupid. are going to call the Ryzen, <laughs> the Ryzen champion, uh, the Bellator uh, phenom. A, I, I didn't realize he had a, he had a, a couple world championships in wrestling. Uh, King Mo, uh, we are calling right now. Your former teammate, right? You're fearing King Mo. No, we've never been teammates. Oh, I think when? when? At ATT? Didn't he train ATT? Adam's already gone. Uh, okay, so we're going to call him right now. King Mo, he just won $300,000 in Japan. Mm-hmm. $300,000. Hello. Hello, King Mo. What's up? What's up? You're on the MMA yeah. Roasted Podcast. It's me, Bubba Jenkins, the Greg Wilson. How are you, man? man I'm good, man. You're chilling, though. What's up? Happy birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah. appreciate it, though. No worries, man. What did you do for your birthday? Spent $300,000. Nothing, really? I was at the gym, went to the gym, worked out. Nice. Made it rain on some strapples. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I don't trick my dough off like that. that I, I, ain't, I ain't Bubba Jenkins. <laughs> I know how Bubba did that. <laughs> and they, said, I, they said, the rumor said Carlos Springs, he, he was, uh, you know, he was uh, making it rain on the pearl, you know, uh, a girl with one leg. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. She, she took, the, took the prosthetic leg off and he's making it rain on her. Is that, is that true? Yeah, that may be, maybe not be true. I don't know. I can I neither confirm nor deny. Yeah, but as a charity, that is a tax write-off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a man for the people. I'm thinking about the people. She only had one leg because Bubba banged the leg off her. <laughs> now, now, King Mo, man, you just got, you just, you just killed it. You won three fights in a row in Japan. You came out with three hundred thousand dollars. Is that the most money you ever made fighting? Uh, that's the biggest payday, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It nice. Is. Now, what are you gonna do with that money? Man, I don't know, man. Just uh, I don't know. <laughs> Just spend on something. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what's it. Nice. Now, do you like fighting over in are the fans better over in Japan or the U.S.? Hands down, Japan. Because what? the fans of the U.S., man, these motherfuckers, man, they think they know. Like, like for instance, I got hit up by some dude um, on Twitter. He's a fan. Not not one of mine, but a MMA fan. He's trying to tell me, you got to work on passing your guard. And I'm like, man, shut your ass. I'm like, you think he's talking to? I'm like, what's easy passing the guard? I'd be, everybody passing guards. I was like, he's like, yeah, but you're, sort of you're a lay and pray fighter, this and that. And I'm like, do you fight? He's like, nah, I've never fought before, but... You know, I just because I, I can't give you advice. I was like, shit, I was blocking. You know what I'm saying? In Japan, they like this. In Japan, real Charlie told me he got an MMA because he went to a, he went to a fight and thought it was funny because the guys weren't good. So he said, since I laughed and thought they weren't good, I thought I could do it. Right. Like the people in Japan, if they disrespectful, 
they probably do it themselves, or they're gonna try to do it. Right. In America, these motherfuckers are successful, <laughs> and they they don't even attempt to try it. These motherfuckers be on the they, they professional typers. That's what they are. Yeah, that's true. They're professional typers. In Japan, they love some black people. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you're well, right. Just Asians in general. I was like, gonna I say, went, you see a lot to, over here too. I, yeah, I went to China. Like... I went to Japan, and they seem to have a, a deep and affectionate for my pigment. Did you bang a lot of uh, Asian girls? No. Any? I did not. None? I did not. Such a lie. King Mo. <laughs> Look at the, you lie I, I, can, I can neither confirm nor no, deny. deny. King Mo, what about you, man? You probably just wreck shop over there, right? Nah, man, I don't mess with them. Because the ones that the ones that used to walk me out were with the Yakuza. But they were with like, people that had power. So I, I, I don't deal with them, you know what I'm saying? I just work with them, get money with them. Yeah. That's about it. Because, you know, it's like this one Bumper went back in the day. Probably what, how long ago was it? Like eight years ago? Yeah. Yeah, I was in yeah, Beijing. Yeah. Back then, yeah, back then, like you know, there there were there were westerners, but not many. Now, if you go to Japan or China, you see them left to right. It's like this, though. It's this how you know you see that. I was I was there. You know, when you see somebody black in a in a, in a remote, remote area, we kind of stop at each other, like be like, "What the hell are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> I saw a dude. I saw a dude in the street, and he gave me the head nod. And I was like, "This this fool gave me the head nod, like." It's, it's a, this ain't normal for me to be in Japan or anybody black to be in Japan. He's giving me a head nod like it's nothing normal. Because yeah. if, if I see Bubba at the mall, guess what? I'm going to give him a head nod. What's up? Yeah. What's up, fool? Yeah, what's good? If we if we, if we, we somewhere like Samoa or something like that, <laughs> what the hell? Feel, I'm going to be like, what are you <laughs> doing here? Come here. Let me talk to you real you know quick. Let me talk to you. Yeah. How the hell did you get over here? <laughs> <laughs> Who flew you out? No, nice. I get it. I get it for sure. Nice. Now, I remember last time you were on the show, you said that you were banging a couple girls in the Bad Girls Club. Is that still going on, or is it over? Oh, man. I don't, I don't, I, you know what? I don't do, I don't do it no girls in the Bad Girls Club, right? You know what I'm saying? That's a pretty weak denial right there. That's took, a while, took a while to squeak that one out. Nice. Look, I, man, I, I just watch the show now. You know, so I, don't be, I don't be messing with the females. I just watch the show when they come on. All right. Okay. So you're not you're not hooking up with any of those girls in the bad girls club. I was saying because last time you said it, and then then you tried to take it back, but it was uh, it was already out of the bag. Now, um, <laughs> now now you've I mean you've had a a really really tough career, man. I mean, you know you you've uh, you were a great wrestler coming out of high school. By the way, you won the national championships in Division Two uh, at Oak, uh, yeah. and then you went to Division One and you came in third. Yeah. Uh, how much harder was the competition? In Division One, then Division Two. I know because I was like a shot both. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, like when I was a D two, we wrestled a D one schedule. So I was wrestling. I wrestled John Trench and all these cats that I lost to. And when I was at the D two, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, we wrestled a D one schedule. Okay. But the thing is, when it came down to, it, I should really won all these matches. It's just that, um, like when I was at D two school, they just they didn't respect. So like I didn't get no benefit of the doubt for some of the calls. Now when I went D one. They're like, they still ain't showing the respect. They're like, we don't like this D2 cat doing good. You know what I'm saying? Because they still look at me as a D2 wrestler, even though I was in D1 program. You see what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. By the way, that team that you were on, right? It was you, Johnny Hendricks, right? Mako, Zach Esposito. That that was some team. No, 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 no. See, no, see, no. Mako came a year later. And, and Johnny Hendricks was a red shirt, but it was me, Esposito, Shane Roller, um, Jake Roshaw, Jared Sanders, Skylar Holman, rest in peace, Johnny Thompson, um, Willie Grinwald, 
Chris Pelton and uh wow. yeah, I'm missing one more person. That's a bad uh, Ryan team. That, that's a really good team. Jesus Christ. That's a really good yeah, team. Yeah, we have squad, man. We wrecked shop. Now when you had staph infection, how close were you to dying? Man, I thought I was I really thought I was gonna die. I I think I think I thought that either I would survive and not be able to wrestle again or I was gonna die. Damn. Yeah, no, you've had I mean you've had such a I was I was looking at some of the stuff you've been you've been doing. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy's been through so much. Uh and you've dealt with a lot of racism. Uh, even that lady from the Nevada State Athletic Commission who asked you if you speak English uh, during your yeah. trial, and then you called her a bitch. Yeah, and then- yeah she said she asked me. The other thing, right before the trial, I, I gave them before this stuff hearing. I gave them my biography. I gave them like I'm, I'm, I'm a college I'm a college graduate, this and that trial. I just told them my, just my, the general background. And this this woman's like, can you read or speak English? And I'm like, let me, let me tell you something. Like, I, you know, I'm from the South. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And I don't know how they get down the, on the West Coast, but if somebody was coming to me or, any, or anybody of color or somebody like this one, they like, hey, can you read or speak English? That's an insult. You know what I'm saying? Of course. You know what I'm saying? And, and people, like, he's not playing the race cards, this and that. But the thing is, like, look who we do. We do with MMA, a lot of MMA fans. Like, the 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 fan base is a majority white fan base and they don't really understand or relate to what we've been through or how we get down. You know what I'm saying? So I, it's not, a, it's not a worth trying to explain anything or my, or what I've got, what I've been through or my, my view on things because they just won't get it. They don't live it. You know what I'm saying? They've never seen it. Right. Basically it's like, just because I'm pro black does not mean I'm anti-white. You know what I mean? A lot of people oh, out here yeah. don't see it that way. Just because I root for my team like everybody else. So when everybody root for Conor McGregor from Ireland, they're not racist. So when everybody root for the Dos Anjos and the, and the Silvers from Brazil, they're not racist. But when a nigga root for a nigga, oh, look at this guy. Look at this guy being all, pulling all the race car. I, I, Shut I, that I, shit I, up. I, 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 no, let's take another step. Let's take another step. Straight up, Conor's doing his thing, making his money. He's a great personality, great for the sport. But if Conor was black... Man, shut that down. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can't you be like, black. Like You're talking like, all that trash. Like I was going to say, I think that, that like McGregor's chill. fans are racist, though. I'm pretty sure they are. No, they're not. I'm pretty sure. Well, all I know is I can't repeat <laughs> I know. All I know is that I can't repeat what, what uh, Bubba said. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, because, because the, thing, the thing is, like, you know, um, like, like you know, when, it, when being black, things are, like, you know, things are negative. You know what I'm saying? If we talk trash or if we're outgoing, we're, we're, we're cocky, we're brash. But if it's somebody else, they're like, oh, man, they're outgoing. But for instance, like, if we're competitive, like, for instance, Dan, Dan, Dan Gable, John McEnroe, you know what I'm saying? They were competitors. They were intense. If they were black, they'd be poor sportsmen, you know what I'm saying? Crybabies, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, arrogant. Yes and no. I think I think as long as you back it up, uh, if you, I mean, Ali backed it up, and Ali was hated. That was a different time. I think now. I think now. Sound like Floyd a bunch of excuses to me, Adam. Well, I know, but, but listen, Floyd Mayweather's the same thing. No, I'm, I'm just saying. It's just, yeah, it's but just, Mayweather, it's just like, yeah, but Mayweather's, I think, a bad example because because of the fact that Mayweather went to jail for domestic violence. Okay, what about Adrian Brown? No, no, listen, no, no, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. That means nothing. You know why? Because the same people that say they can't stand Floyd love Mike Tyson. Uh, Because people don't believe Mike Tyson did it. Man, uh, it don't matter. He beat his wife. He beat his wife. Look, on the on the open with everything, his wife was like, yeah, Mike Tyson's hit me a few times. And Mike Tyson sat there. 
I think people. I think people wife. also like the way Tyson fights versus Mayweather. The actual. <laughs> no, but, no, but, no, but, no, but listen. But see, the thing is, it's excuse as excuse. I, you can name. You can name. You can name. It's like excuse as excuse. If you're if you're if you're black and you act like with class, you have no fan base. If you, in order to be a, to get some attention, you have to be brash. You have to, you have to take a page out of Ali's book. You have to be outspoken. You have to be arrogant, cocky. You know what I'm saying because so look you're, at Andre Ward. So you're saying it's a it's a double edged sword because you have to be brash, but then once you're brash, people don't like you. Exactly. Yeah, when Floyd first started fighting, Floyd was like, "Oh, I'm a, I fight for my fans, I'm Mr. USA. I took bronze the bronze the Olympics. I did this. I fight for my fans. Blah 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 blah. No one cared. They became pretty boy Floyd, beating people up. Nobody cared. They was like, you know what? I'm be money Mayweather, and people were like, I can't stand this dude. Yeah, yeah, but Ali, uh, but people like but people like uh, Rashad Evans, people like Rashad. He, he's not really. Come on, man! You must be goddamn mind. People love Demetrius. People love Demetrius Johnson. I mean, he's a yeah, yeah, yeah. See, here's the thing: Rashad, Rashad, Rashad was hated. Rashad had to people call Rashad cocky and everything because of what Matt Hughes said to him. Demetrius Johnson is a good fighter. I know. Guess what? He gets no burn. He gets no burn. He gets no burn. Even though he's a good, he's a good top of the line fighter. He wanted the pound for pound best. Pound for pound. Yeah, I know. I, no I agree. Although I do love John Dodson. Uh, I'll, 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 I love Dodson, but I understand what you're he saying. He team light skin. We, we barely count his ass. <laughs> he's, he's team light skin. <laughs> well, team light skin doesn't count. <laughs> we, we barely count them. Those are tomorrow babies. I, you're, I understand and, what you're saying. You're asking. That's a very good point. You're, you're, you're right, though, King Mo. I'm trying to think of a, of, of a, of a black athlete uh, fighter. Who is seems well? Look, Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith was very respectful. Uh, was not cocky. People loved Emmett Smith. Yeah, and people have people people think about this. Think about Emmett Smith. He's on a good team, America's team, right? But think about this. Think about the burn. Think about who had more burn, Deion Sanders or Emmett Smith? More burns. Or got more notoriety. Yeah, more burn. like, I mean, I mean, more notoriety. Yeah. Oh, I, I was gonna say Seal probably had the most burns. <laughs> Black terms. Who had oh. more notoriety? Who oh, had oh. more fan base? Oh, who had the most fans? Dan Sanders, man. Easy. Sanders. Over Emma Smith. Yeah. yeah. What? Albums. I mean, uh, the, Adam. The, are you serious? He okay. owned his own club. So, I mean, the guy was on fire. So, yeah. He, so you can say that right. It's like this. Adam Peters, right? Now this is gonna come out. People gonna watch this now. Look at the. You'll, you'll see the comment. <laughs> I can't stand Mo. He's a race baiter. Oh, he's he's racist. Most prejudiced. I can't stand him. You're going to see them comments. Mark my words. Bro, You'll we've see already them. seen them. I did the same thing yeah. not too long ago, and people were killing me. They wrote a petition to get me released from the Bellator. Let I me think, tell you I something. Think, I think with you, King Mo, though, I Two think particular— people signed it. I think particular, the same guy. I think, I, I think Mo, though, I think, though, people are frustrated a little bit with you because, number one, I think the whole steroid thing, whether or not it was your fault or not, I do believe you that you just took a shake and all of a sudden you're fucking tested positive. People were like, gotcha, gotcha. They couldn't wait to fucking, you know, be like, aha, you know, and, uh, and that, 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 that kind of hurt you as far as fan base. Uh, and then also, uh, but, not, but even before that, the other reason before that, when I fought, here's the thing, you, you, you already know me that well, you don't really know my, my history, but when I fought Gary Musasi, in in America, I, I fought in Nashville, Tennessee, where I was, I was born outside Nashville, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I got booed where I was where I was born. Musashi got cheered for. That's bullshit. I mean, it was, it was, even before that, my old manager had, he was going shirt dog and be, I had to call shirt dog moderators like, "Hey, they're using the N word on Mo again. Please take that down." Ugh. It makes no difference. It makes no difference. No, it, 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 as far as the steroid allegations, the steroid stuff. Yeah, I fell a test, but guess what? I was open about everything. 
I was open. I did interviews. I did everything. I was open. Open. I was the most open out of anybody. That's a good you know point. what I'm saying? But I also think that people are. Fr- I think people are frustrated with you a little bit because they know how good you are and how how much potential you have. Being the guy that fucked up Musasi, uh, being the guy, and then they and then sometimes they see fights like the like. Look, personally, I'm a fan. Okay, this is not me. Okay, I'm a fan of King Mo. Always been a fan. But they see like the Rampage fight, which some people thought was not the most entertaining. They see the Czech Congo fight, and they they jump on that. They don't they don't jump on the fact yeah, that you yeah, knocked yeah, out yeah, Rose yeah. Gracie but and see, a couple other guys. That's cool. It's the Czech Congo fight. I, with my clothes on, I weighed in at two seventeen with my clothes on. You know what I'm saying? Like who else? Who else? Who else? You see fight a heavyweight that, that that's about two two thirteen. Nobody. Nobody. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I actually went out there and I tried to fight Chet Congo, but he changed the thing up. With Quentin, I was slipping and sliding all over the all over the all over the um all over the mat, so I couldn't go out there and implement my game plan. But now you see with Bellator, they the canvas up a little bit for a second, and I was smashing fools. Then they changed it back, and I was slipping and sliding again. And I was trying to go for the fence. I was trying to be entertaining. I I just think people people see you as like they see what you can be, and I think that you could be you're you're one of the top guys in the world. You know, uh, put I'd put you up against anybody at two hundred five, uh, and I, I'm I'm happy for you now that like I'm happy you won three hundred thousand dollars or not won you earned three hundred thirty thousand dollars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, earned it. Earned I, I'm I'm really happy for you. I, but what's the next step? Are you going to fight Fedor? You think Fedor's going to take the fight with you? I don't know. We'll see. You know what I'm saying because my thing is to get paid. Like you know, people want to talk about the UFC. That's cool. The UFC is a great organization for people, not for me. I'm 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 just different. You know what I'm saying? I I'm just I just can't be the you know I can't be like that. I gotta be me. You know what I'm saying? Some yeah. people I know people in the UFC that will tell me, man, if I could speak out the same way, I would. But man, psh, I ain't trying to lose my fan base. No, say but it. Me, say I'm it. like you know, not much your names. You know me. I'm like fuck the fans. <laughs> they don't like me. Fuck them. Fuck the fans, you know what I'm saying? You know, see the fans are respectful, cool. If you want to be a, a bitch, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? That's how I see it. <laughs> now, you know now, I'm, oh, I'm, it I'm cool. I'm cool with being hated. Now, Bubba, didn't you say that King Mo uh, and, and Cormier uh, treated you like 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 you weren't that cool when you went to the Olympic Training Center? Oh yeah, they hit me with they sunned me, dog. They sunned me. Me, Mo, and and Cormier, we had talked about it. We had talked about it. Now, so Bubba said he he came to the Olympic Training Center, and then you told him he was never going to be an NCAA champion. Yes, they did. I never told him that. No, 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 let's go to it. I won't forget, I won't forget this. I wouldn't say that you told me, I would just say you co-signed what Cormier telling me. I never co-signed it up. I never co-signed it Guess what? I, I, after I was done wrestling, I quit watching collegiate wrestling. I hated collegiate wrestling. Yeah. I couldn't stand here in Iowa. I, but he I, did call me. When I was happy. He did call me I, after I won. Yeah, okay. he did call me after I won. I was it's happy like, for you because I couldn't stand Iowa. That he's stalling. He's stalling. I can't stand that shit. I like freestyle. Yeah. I, I thought you were better at freestyle because you did your thing. You get your three-point moves. But he co-signed, he co-signed I that, that I didn't. I wouldn't have won Worlds either. But really? I did. But I did. Okay, so okay, you yeah, walk. But he in, motivated me. You walk in. You're poor. You're, wait, so you're you're this poor kid, Bubba Jenkins. Oh, oh. You have you have an afro, right? Yep. I got a I got a fro. I had I had a nappy headed fro. I, I, I said I said I said senior senior I said senior world because I didn't think you could beat Merch alive. Yeah. I, I didn't think you could beat Merch alive. You know what I'm saying? I was like, but juniors, I, I, juniors did the thing. Senior, I didn't know much about juniors, but seniors, I knew. What, did you win seniors? seniors? I didn't. I didn't compete. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so he still coached. They would cheat his ass at seniors and say, we wrestling overseas, straight up. They would try to cheat that dude. Yeah, for sure. I got, <laughs> no, boo- I got booed in Romania no. for winning. Really? Yeah, they like threw stuff on the mat. It wasn't the first time I got booed, though, and it wasn't the last either. But like he was saying, I wrestled for Penn State, won nationals in Philly, walked off and got booed. 
the only guy in the finals to get booed from out of state where I was so you, their you, captain so for four years. Are you, are you guys saying that a lot majority of the MMA and wrestling fan base is racist? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they don't like our style. <laughs> we our style and our the way we move, the way we act, the way so we talk like, is fit best for football or basketball. So, so is what I'm saying. <laughs> so they don't like cocky black people. <laughs> no, they don't like confident black people. Confident black people. Yeah, there's a thin line between cocky and confident. Do you think it's because they feel like you know you, very thin? Did you get you, you know you got the big dick, right? And then right. And then you got to be cocky that definitely, too. They definitely like, hate it's that. Like you got to get both. You that, know what they I mean? definitely like, hate like, that. It's like you're gonna have the big dick. Well, we can be... talk well, when we can speak right. They're like, oh, you know, he sounds educated. He sounds like he can, you know, he can put a sentence together. It's like, I mean, no, yeah. no, no, King Mo, <laughs> yeah, you know, and I can whip your ass, and I got a big dick. And I yes, got a big dick. There you that's go. right. I'm killing you I'm on a lot cool, of phases. Right? I'm killing you. No, 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 King Mo, uh, don't burn you, in the sun. All no, that shit hurts. They hate no, that. King Mo, they no, hate it. They now hate you, were, you for it. Now, King Mo, you were when you were born. Uh, your 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 dad wasn't really a part of the family. Your mom, you were born, nah. you were raised by a single mom who was Muslim. Uh, are you worried yeah. about Donald Trump winning and deporting your family? <laughs> Man, listen, no, I'm not worried. The thing is, hey, I'm, I hope he wins. You know why? why? Because all them dumb people that voted for him, he's getting impeached. He, it's like this. Once he, if he becomes president. When we ever go overseas, straight up, go overseas, chalk that up, there's more terrorist attacks. Things get get worse for us. Because these people, like, I, I see these motherfuckers, like, voting for them. They're like, Obama lied to me. He's a liar. But Donald Trump, I know we'd never lie to me. I'm like, they all lie. You know what I'm saying? What are you talking about? <laughs> sure. Like, Obama's a liar, but, but Trump would never lie to us. I'm like, if y'all, if y'all heard Donald Trump explain anything, no. Like, they asked him about nuclear power. He's like, oh, it's very devastating. I mean, nuclear power is very important. It's very devastating. I'm like, what's so devastating about it? Talk to us. Explain something. He don't explain nothing. Yeah. He don't explain nothing. He's a mob boss. He He's don't terrible. explain shit. He tell yeah. you what's up. So, so who are you voting no. for? Me? I don't know. I ain't voting. I said, look, I told you another one. I told him I, look, I, told him I wasn't voting. They said that I'm racist and I'm anti-American. I'm like, what, nigga? I'm not voting. I'm just not voting. But it don't make no sense for us to vote. You can write in Obama. I think you can just write in Obama. Well, things that my 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 vote my vote ain't gonna make a difference. I'm in Florida, so you know it's gonna be a Republican. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's true. Now you're always at a different camp. You're always, you're either like American Top Team. You're at AKA. You're at Mayweather's gym. You're in Vegas. Are you just like the homeless fighter? Like, where are you based out of? I'm based out of Florida, but the thing is, like, you know. I've only been part of like two teams, two camps, for truth to two three told, AKA and HT. Gotcha. Everybody else, I just, just I used to go, I used to go around just train at random places, like in between my fights. But the Mayweather Boxing Club, I'm like, I'm they don't really have a team. It's just I, I just train there. Right, right, right. Now your last, you, you won your last two out of three fights by knockout. Uh, you obviously you're knocking out heavyweights, which is fucking awesome. But are you? Uh, is there sometimes a little bit of fear of you getting falling in love with your power again? And getting away from your wrestling? No, that's the thing. People always, always say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like this. You just, you just can't go out there and wrestle people without throwing punches. Yeah. You can, but Ben Astrid could, but it's to the point where you see Ben Astrid throwing more punches. Instead of take them, they know you wrestle. They know you wrestle. They're going to bring their legs and move and just throw jabs. Jab your death. See, it's the fun way to freeze them right. with a feint, some hands, and a shot. Because if, you, if you're, if you're going to go out there and know you're a wrestler, and they know you're just going to shoot. They're going to be sitting to the trouble for you. A right. knee, a good guillotine, or something, you know what I'm saying? Anaconda, they're going to hit you with something. Right. So you, you have to set up with some good hands. You can't just go out there and just shoot doubles and singles and high crosses. 
Right, right, right. Well, listen, King Mo, man, you're one of my favorite King interviews. Uh, you're you're a great dude. Uh, <laughs> you're funny as hell, man. Funny as hell. Oh, yeah. Even though last time I was in Vegas, you're like, yo, I'll be there Wednesday. And there was no King Mo in the audience. Uh, just for the my record. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> not, it's not, it's not like, you know, it's hard for me. I'm, I'm not sure you race it, but like, you're, you're, you're explaining as hell, but I like black comedy a little better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can tell you this. I, I, I I, I can tell you this though, dog. I can't name a white show I watch. I, I like watch. I like watch TV. First of all, a first of all I'm on a new TV show. You want to hear my cast to be on the show? It's me. Okay, what show? D Ray. You know D Ray. He knows okay. D Ray. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, me, yeah. D Ray, Michael Blackson, uh, Lavelle, okay. Lavelle Crawford, and Brand- I'm watching it. Lavelle Crawford. Hey, yes. hey, hold on. What show is that? I'm in. I gotta watch it. <laughs> what show is that? And 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 Brandon T. Jackson. I, I'm not allowed to announce the network yet, but it's gonna start airing at the end of March. And Eric Rivera. Okay, so well, that's you, the listen, well, you know this. I'm gonna watch it religiously. Oh, cool. How, I watch like like you know I like I like to me I like I can relate to like I can like Seinfeld and Friends all that stuff. I can never watch it because I just can relate to it. You know what I'm saying? Right. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think it was funny. Gotcha. <laughs> I totally. I, yeah, I totally they never understand. had to face a dilemma where a white couple tried to take Jerry home with them so he can bull her, his wife in front of him while he videotapes it for the internet. Never seen that. Never seen that. No, never <laughs> had to. There you was never, never had to go Seinfeld through that. episode of that. Greg, you are a sick and twisted fuck. Listen, uh, King Mo, you are the best. Uh, enjoy the rest of your year, man. I look forward to seeing your next fight, man. Take care, brother. I appreciate it. Bye. All right, so let's cover some of the fights this weekend. Uh, Invicta, you coming to Big Victor? Yeah. When is it? Saturday night. You got two tickets? I got, I got, uh, yeah, well, Greg, it's me, Greg, and Tripoli. I got one ticket right now. I got four tickets. Uh, well, you want two for your wife? Well, I always got to bring my sidekick. Uh, okay. I will ask for five tickets. Well, Greg might not be able to I go. I might not be able to go. I'm going to find out tonight. So, yeah, I got tickets for us. So, Cyborg is fighting, and I'm out of breath because I ran to When the is it? It's Saturday night. Saturday night. Saturday night. In Orange County. In Orange County, uh, Cyborg is fighting <clears throat> Daria Ibragamova, who is nine and one. However, after further review, only nine, only two of the fighters she beat have had winning records, mm-hmm. and one had a record of three and two, uh, and one with three and one. <laughs> so I pretty much we see how this is gonna go. Yeah, uh, Cyborg, lion and a lamb. Yeah, well, there's a lot of times where you can pick a lion and a lamb, like when you see a fighter. And you know that they're a beast. And then you look across and you say, who is this guy? Just automatically in your head, lying in the lamb. But at the same time, it's not her fault that she fought these people. Hey, lying in the lamb. <laughs> lying Organiz- in the lamb. Organizations know what they're doing. Okay, so Deanna Bennett is fighting uh, Livia Souza. CB, you know anything about Livia Souza? I do not right now. All right, so we don't know that. Uh, Raquel. Raquel Palui, who I love, is fighting Colleen Schneider, who I also love. Colleen's Josh Barnett's girlfriend. She's also a good fighter. That should be a good fight. Amber Brown, who had the podcast last week, is fighting Lisa. Oh, no, she's actually that. Jody Escobar. We know her. She, all right, so no one knows any of these girls. Megan Anderson. <laughs> met, we've, it's a wide field. Yes. We've, had, we've, wide had, field. We, we, we've had Megan on the show. Six foot one. Yeah, 45 she's fighting pound. the girl that knocked out Marina. Ooh. So that should be a good fight. That, it's really interesting because we were talking think... about that girl. It was like, is this girl an emerging? Because she would want like five fights in a row just to yeah. get there. Yeah. And we're like, maybe we're seeing a, a new talent emerging right. at this time. Because she came out and there was a fast fight with Marina too. And Marina was very well trained and prepared for that fight. Both these girls are so like 6'1". Right. It'll be very interesting to see if this girl is this emerging name that we were wondering about Do you think when we saw her in Vegas. there will be a Marina sighting there? 
Uh, I do think so. I think Marina will be there. Uh, oh, awesome. So me, me versus Marina in the, in the parking lot. Am I going? I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Go, Marina! I do know that Shayna and Jessamyn Duke will not be there. I mm. spoke to them on Twitter, and uh, Shayna's wrestling this weekend. Mm. So not entirely sure if Marina will be there. I don't know if she rolls by herself. I think it also depends on if Roderick Strong is busy. Thank you, CB the Stalker. Okay, so um, uh, so also uh, so it's out there. Roderick Strong is just out there now. That's yes. Okay. Also, Shannon Sin is fighting. Is a, Shannon Sin is with Tip a Fighter. Yeah, she's fighting Christine Stanley, uh, who's a tough girl, uh, and Amanda Bell, who who actually beat Marina the first time she lost. She's tough. Marina Bell is fighting Indiana Gomez, who's this huge chick. The Christine Stanley fight was actually scratched off yesterday. Thank you. This kid's the... Yeah, he knows well, I'll tell you what. He is independently wealthy. Uh, <laughs> He's just sitting there just watching the stream. He's like, what's happening now? Jo- and, and so Jody Esquivel uh, is fighting Angela Hill. I love Angela Hill a lot. You know her, right? She yes. was the black girl on uh, Ultimate yeah. Fighter. Overkill Hill. Overkill mm-hmm. Hill is fighting. Uh, so that's... Uh, I'm, I'm going to be there for those fights. I cannot wait. So you can't bet on these girls. Can you bet on these girls? I'm sure you can bet uh, on these girls. Yeah, you can bet on Where? the girls. Well, in that's another question. No, you. Can, I don't think you can on, on Invicta. You, you can. I'm, really? I don't think. Maybe. Have you seen Counter Move? Maybe there. But that's like a, a fantasy MMA thing, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa! This is real life. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I have not. I don't know, bro. I'm just talking. I would like to actually go there and make some bets, wouldn't you? That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, that'd be great. I don't know if you could bet there on them. That'd be kind of. They should do you have know, that where you we could. Don't have, we they should don't have, have a thing like at your seat where you could just bet on the fighters. That well, would be good. You can tip these females. That's yes. True. You can tip them. Yes. Uh, so we could bet on the tips. We could bet on the tips. <laughs> so the U- the UFC fights, that's the, okay, so we got a Sunday so night. It's a, so it's a night of all female fighters? Yes. Well, well, I'm going to have to wear some. It's a female organization. I was going to say, yeah. I'm going to have to um, uh, uh, wear some loose shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for this, by the way. No, these girls <laughs> are. going to be a they're, up they're, night. The, they're respectful <laughs> athletes. They're not. You're not going to get chubbed up at the fight. Oh, are you really, might. You he are might. so wrong about You're that. really going to have a boner? Listen, not all of them are boner-inducing, but at least half are going to be boner, are going to chub me up. Jesus Christ, man. Especially if there's you get a laid. Mid, especially if there's a mid-fight finger bang. <laughs> does, it, does, does your fiance know you get boners while watching this? Yes. And what, and what, what does she do? She comes and releases me. Really? Yeah. During the fight? She sure. comes, this is what you do? She's a class act. <laughs> You're, you're he so- lives in a first-class establishment, Adam, okay? Yeah. How are you defending this shit? You fucking teach wrestling. <laughs> you teach female wrestling. Yeah. This is like, Bubba Jenkins, really? The NCAA like champion? Why Listen. are we denying the sexuality of some of these fights? Not all Listen of them are sexy. Preach. They're not sexual okay. at all. Honestly, I don't find female fighting while they're fighting. If we I went out for drinks that at dinner is, that or is, a club. That happens to be what you're looking for. He happens to be looking for something else. He yeah. would find sexuality, but, but fucking nuns in church, though. Exactly. So how can you not see him finding this sexual? Exactly. Those black robes, they leave so much to the imagination. Have you ever jerked off to a nun? On video, sure. <laughs> what video? They have food nun videos. You've, you've beat up to nun porn? Sure. We've all looked at one with the fucking nuns, and they're like, oh, what have we? <laughs> have we? Oh, now yeah, all of a sudden, yeah. Bubba, Bubba well, you never jerked off to nun porn? No. You guys are liars. I've never. I'm I'm, I'm I'm Jewish, so I don't even believe in it. <laughs> lithium, back me up. Come on, <laughs> lithium. I'm a Jew. So, so you beat off to lots of nuns. No, no, means never. nothing to you, Can't right? Can't tell you that. 
I love how fucking weird you are, and then you act as if everyone's weird by pointing it out to you. <laughs> like, 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 like you act as if like, everyone thinks they're Come normal. on, everyone's done it. Yeah. We've everyone. all beat off to nuns. Yes. Duh. What haven't you beat off to? The animals, dudes, dudes and animals, yeah. dudes and well, not but, all. But you said you were. Wait. <laughs> I've had a long career of beating off, bro. Dude, there was a guy one time. Internet and cocaine there was together a guy, make some weird shit happen. There was this cowboy guy who like ran a comedy club uh, one time, and he was like, he never liked me. Uh, we finally we got along. We started getting along. You know, how you beat these bookers who don't like you up front, and then all right, of a sudden, right. by the third time you go there, and he goes, he's like, yo, he's like, I met this girl last night, the ass of a twelve-year-old Asian boy. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, like, why, why would you want an ass of a 12-year-old Asian boy? That's just so fucking... That, that is a tight ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's, saying, he's saying no curves. Straight uh, no, I get it. You get that? I get what he's saying. I, I, I understand what he's saying. Why would that be attractive? I just, at first I was like, oh, cool. And I walked away like, the fuck did this guy just tell me? Like, that was so, yeah, but he also said he would hook up with Caitlyn Jenner, Bubba. He, he said he would sleep with Caitlyn Jenner. Yes. That's really? Awesome. Still? Still. Even with, behind that. Even with the penis? Yeah. So what, you would bang her in the butt? Yes. Hey, I'm going to play dodgeball on this one. <laughs> Whenever we talk about transgender people, I just get she confused. Gets, yeah. <laughs> I, get, I, I get confused. <laughs> I don't know who's homosexual or gay or what. I'm just going to dodgeball this one. I'm going to stick with my original statement. It would be a rare, rare opportunity. That's so weird. <laughs> 0.01%. Historical, baby. I'm Historical. trying to make history. Olympian transsexual ass. I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a well, drug. Well, Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Well, CB said that he, CB, the intern, said he would hook up with what girl? Did you Gabby Garcia. Gabby Garcia. I'll see her Saturday at the fights. You, you know Gabby, the, gr- the girl that fought, uh, who looks like. She fought on Ryzen. She fought know? on Ryzen. That huge The chick. one that won? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's so not, what turned you on about her? Him, her. That, it's, it's a girl. It's a girl. Those shoulders. Uh, you like them shoulders? I think, you want her to pin you down? Uh, I think when she's made up and not like fully in the gym trying to kill somebody, she's attractive. I also don't know why it's a strange thing for me, but her jujitsu talent is just like, I think so that would be fun. So the fights turn you on, too. <laughs> Adam's the only one. Yes, it does. You're talking to a guy who was like, one step away from serial killing. Okay, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's. Uh, let's uh, you just made his list. You just made his list. You're going to immediately kill Adam. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. All right, so let's talk about the it UFC. Spoils my plan. The UFC fights this week. TJ Dillashaw versus Dominic Cruz. Uh, Man, I, I, did you see the embedded on it? I know. Have you? Yeah, I watched the embedded last night. What are, what are your feelings on this fight? And I was going to say, <laughs> I, I, I probably had DJ Dillashaw last time. TJ. Because, yes, that's what I said. said DJ. Did I? Yes. I, I like DJ know. better, though. We gotta All right, go, go on. I probably did say DJ Tillashaw, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go ahead and, and say it's a toss-up now with me because he, he uh, what's his name, Cruz pointed out some things to me that I did not really recognize until I saw the embedded, that TJ does move like... Cruz used to 
TJ also said that this sport has passed him up and I have been seeing and watching and preparing for him without preparing for him because I've been preparing, preparing Uriah and preparing Joseph Benedict. Right, right, right. So it's like I, I've gotten to see, I've been actually fought as TJ Dillish, I mean, as Cruz before, I mean, months, months upon training and seeing his weaknesses and seeing the game plan that was supposed to be implemented but never implemented and never gotten right where I can see it and get it right. So I'm going to say it's a toss up, but I'm leaning towards TJ because he has been seeing and preparing him but Cruz is and has been and was on a different level even back then the level he was on back then is the level that they're on now so for him to have to catch up isn't that big of a thing because he was already ahead so it's a toss up for you if you had to if you had the gun to your head gun to my head I've got to go with the champion because I know him he's a friend of mine he's past wrestlers Yes, yes. Okay. You mean TJ? I got to go with the champion that we call the champion today. Right, right, we right. call Cruz, Cruz. Yeah, right, right. We call TJ the champ. Okay. So I got to go with the champ. Uh, Greg? <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Dillashaw. Uh, Psycho? I'm going with Dominic Cruz. Uh, it's not a bad bet. Not a bad bet at all. I, you know what? My whole thing is like... I'm leaning. You see, though, Dwayne Ludwig leaves Team Alpha Male. They've all looked like they they're striking is taking a step back. Uh, you you look at Chad Mendez, uh, his last two fights. Uh, you yeah, look that could at, be mental though. That could be, be mental. mental. Uriah didn't had a, had a tough time against a guy. He was a nine to one favorite against. Uriah was a better Frankie, striker Frankie before. Sands I, before I can tell you who's going right to I can tell you who's going to win right now. It's going to be Dominic Cruz because I picked Dillashaw. <laughs> All right. I'll, uh, I'll be watching for that. That's the way that I just wonder <laughs> about his knees, the layoff, the layoffs, the knees. But uh, it's a it's a bad it's a hard pick. Gun in your head, son. Dominic Cruz. Okay. All right, uh, other fight. Eddie Psycho, Alvarez. pull out a gun. Make sure Eddie, he's good. Uh, Eddie Alvarez versus Anthony Pettis. Uh, this should be a good fight. I, I'm going with Pettis. I love Eddie Alvarez. I unfortunately feel like his career might be a little bit on the uh, not with, on a downside. Uh, whereas Did he win Pettis, his last fight? He lost his last fight to Ben Henderson. No, no, uh, no. Yeah, he, he, won no he won his last fight against, against Gilbert. Uh, Gilbert Melendez. Yeah. But he didn't look that great in that fight. It was a weird fight, spinning though. Spinning back elbow? Yeah, uh, but he, he but his eye was his, his no, he broke his nose in the fight. Yeah, still he won was it. jacked up. He, he had one eye. I still think Pettis wins this fight. Uh, you, I go. I'm going with Pettis. Although Alvarez is a killer, he's been a champion in every organization that he's ever stepped foot in, except for the UFC. Except for the UFC, and he just got there, and he's ranked fourth. So I'm just gonna go with Pettis, but. It, it's still going to be a lot easier fight than people are saying. And people are thinking, oh, Pettis is going to run through and why are we... A lot of harder fight, you mean? It's going to be a harder fight. Yeah. yeah. Did I say easier? Yeah. Man, long day. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. Greg. Pettis. Pettis. And I'm one of those people that thinks it's going to be an easy fight for him. You think an easy fight? Yeah. Psycho? I think it's going to be Pettis. All easy, right. Easy, easy fight? I don't know about easy. Eddie usually doesn't get, really get truly started until yeah. he gets beat up on a little bit. You got to beat him up. But too. I think Pettis is... Kicks and if he he's coming in there with a vengeance, he wants that belt back. Yeah, boy, he's been hot. I think. I, I think, wish it was a five round fight, though. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, it'd be better for Alvarez. If uh, Travis Brown, Matt Mitrione. I like Matt Mitrione based on the Edmund factor. I think Edmund is, is a terrible coach. Uh, I, I will stand by that. I think Meathead hits like a fucking brick. Uh, I think he hits probably harder than Arlovsky, who hurt Travis, and. Uh, I think Travis wins if he gets to the ground. I don't know how good his ground is, but I feel like the meat speedheads. Uh, I'm picking Travis Brown in this fight. Uh, no, I'm picking Matt Matron in the fight. Matt Matron. Is Travis Brown the one that was banging uh, Ronda Rousey? He still is. Okay. 
Uh, I, I'm going with Travis Brown. Why? Just because he's crushing puss. <laughs> <laughs> tough puss. Uh, <laughs> crushing tough. That's a lead puss that everybody wants. This guy's a winner. It's okay. Olympic style. But he lost puss. the last fight to Arlovsky. I'm going with Travis Brown. All right. Okay. I'm going with Matt. But I would not be surprised if Travis won because of the adversity in his all around life. And he's got to turn it around with something. And I think a win would be that something. I think Matt Mitrione, Travis Brown needs to keep his range to land the longer shots. He's got a better reach, but Mitrione's got a hell of a chin, and he's and he hits hard. He's not, yeah, he's not worried about trying to get inside on Travis, get him against the cage, and just throw punches and whatever. I think Matt Mitrione wins it by knockout. All right, uh, Darren Kruschenk versus Paul Felder. That's going to be a great fight. Both these guys are karate experts. Uh, they both. Uh, that's going to be a crazy fight. Probably fight of the night. I'm thinking. Uh, who wins this fight? Paul Felder had, had a rough... Uh, he lost the last fight, right? To who? Paul Felder lost to uh, Barboza in a very close fight. Yeah, and before that, he knocked out... Uh, he knocked out Castillo with a spinning back fist that changed his entire life. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this fight... So, I will right. change your change, life. Change your both. life. All right, so based on that, I'm picking Paul Felder. Uh, you? Uh, I think the fans win. Okay, thanks, buddy. All right. Uh, th- thanks, UFC promo. All right, so... Uh, fans win. UFC fight pass. Who you got in the fight? The fans, man. The uh, fans. I'm going to go with Felder. Um, I, I think know. I think Barbosa is one of the toughest guys, man. I, I'm a big fan of Barbosa, and anybody who can beat him has... He didn't has, win, but he I lost, but close. He lost to Barbosa? Yeah, it was close, though. Okay, so I'm going with Felder. Okay. All right, Patrick Cote, Ben Saunders. This should be a great fight. Yeah. Uh, we have Ben in here. Yeah. I love Ben. I, I, I love Cote, but he's you like... Know, ben might be one of the guys that challenges Greg with loud voice. Ben Saunders, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You think so? Yeah. Back in our ATT days, he used to yell a lot. I mean, he used to talk, but he used to be yelling. Uh, I, you know, Ben on the ground beats almost everybody. His ground game is sick. Uh, Cote, though, has uh, he's never been stopped, I don't think. He's got a, a chin and a half. We got to ask him first. Don't be asking us. Ask him first. And oh, then I'll give you, you based your opinion and on I, his answer? I get a better an, an analytical analysis when he does. When All he right, does. CB, uh, who wins this fight? I think Ben Saunders, Patrick. All right, Cole. I'm going with Ben Saunders. You guys, well, come on, man. Come You're a real fighter. You actually fight. Yeah, but I don't actually watch like he does. <laughs> oh, come on. There's certain guys that I watch, and there's certain guys that I think Ben wins this fight. There's things that, you know, okay, back to being a fighter. There's sometimes I watch because I can pick things up, and there's sometimes I don't watch because I don't want to create those habits. Yeah. Not everybody fights the same, obviously, but not everybody can do what other people do, obviously. So I just kind of pick a style, and I'll and I watch those styles, and I'll, and I'll see certain styles that I just want to stay away from. I think based on youth and resurgence, Ben wins his fight. Patrick Cote in his prime, though. Probably beats Ben Saunders. Uh, his prime was a long time ago, though. Yeah, he he was, main he, evented UFC 50 with Tito. His prime was back when prime time was in prime. <laughs> it, was, it was a long time ago. Uh, Chris, uh, Tim Boach is fighting Ed Herman. Uh, that should be a good fight. Uh, it's talking about gingers. What? Who cares? I can't. Listen, fucker, we all care. Uh, Tim Boach is the maniac. He was a four-time state champion from Maine. Wrestled for uh, that school in Pennsylvania. Going for Tim Boach. Uh, he wrestled for in the school in Pennsylvania with Josh Koshek. Wrestled for, what's that school called? Lockhaven. Oh, yeah, Lockhaven. Uh, Ed Herman, though, uh, hits real hard. But I think Tim's going to, uh, they both hit hard. It should be a good fight. No, Someone's getting knocked out in this fight. Uh, I, I would say. The fans. I would say Ed Herman <laughs> wins this fight. 
You? I think Tim Boach wins the fight. Ed Herman's chin is suspect, and uh, yeah, it's Tim- going to be real hard to knock out Tim. It took Dan Henderson to knock Tim Boach out. I don't think anybody else has knocked him out. Rockhold finished him with a double submission. So I think Tim <laughs> I don't Boach even know what that is. <laughs> What's a double submission? <laughs> an inverted triangle, and he had the Kimura on him. Okay. No, I'm telling this guy knows yeah. everything. With a double submission, but which one did he tap out to? The Kimura. We don't know that. <laughs> Wait, you, you. We don't know that. I'm just like, that sounds right. I'm going to uh, go with that. All right. And then uh, finally. He literally just be saying whatever. And I'd be like, yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, sounds good. Francis Barbarasso versus Abdul Karim Adelov. And he th- all right, next one. Um, <laughs> Ross Pearson fight. <laughs> okay, Ross Pearson versus Francisco Trinaldo. Uh, CB? Maseran uh, Duba, probably, because his wrestling is really good. Pearson's got power. But what's what's Maseran Duba? That's Francisco Trinaldo's nickname. What, what does that mean? Um, <laughs> Portuguese. We're going to need uh, footnotes for this kid. We're gonna have to, every fucking, it's gonna come, every broadcast is going to come with a fucking list of footnotes for the, for the people to figure out what the fuck he's talking what about. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck is Masaranduba? They call him Masaranduba. Why? That's his Portuguese nickname. He's, he barely speaks English. He's got incredible wrestling, good submissions. Who's whoa, a- whoa, whoa. When you say incredible. <laughs> Brazilian wrestling. Brazilian wrestling. Brazilian. I'm, I'm on these MMA people talking about amazing and incredible and great. I'm Brazilian. Yo, this, define that type of wrestling to me. He ain't Bubba Jenks. But all right, so who 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 has all right? Seriously, like uh, a, a great Brazilian wrestler uh, would do how well in in. Uh, NCAA I'm, talk, I'm talking in MMA terms wrestling. of fighting Ross Pearson in wrestling. Right, and Ross Pearson isn't much of a grappler. He, well, he's, he's a striker. He's, he's got good kicks. But who did Trinaldo win his last fight against? Uh, you don't know this? You're fired. All right, you're out. His last fight against? <laughs> <laughs> you're done. You're out of here. Kiesa beat him. Oh, Kiesa beat him? Kiesa beat him. Okay. Oh, wow. And Kiesa's a good fighter, but he's lanky. You would think that they would he take won him his down. La- he won his last fight against Chad Laprise. See, by TKO. how are you going to let a six foot something guy beat you and you're an incredible wrestler with all them goddamn legs to attack? It was a decision. Incredible, these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon right. these all right, nuts. So, so, okay, so we like Masa Rahaba? Masa Randuba. Masa Randuba. Isn't that what they said in Indiana Jones when they took the guy's heart out? Masa Masaranduba. Yeah, I haven't seen Indiana Jones in at least twelve years. Yeah, that's an old reference. <laughs> All right, so Masaranduba is going to win this fight. Yeah, okay. that's why I think. Because I mean, yeah, he's, <laughs> Pearson is because he's much more. You know, a fighter. He puts him on the ground. It's going to be tough for Pearson. And I like Pearson. He's a tough kid. Yeah, Pearson is hard, man. He, he's he kind hard. of. I, I, he's one of those guys that I think might be on the downside of his career. Yep. But he always wins fights. I, I expect him to lose, and then he loses stop guys. Betting against him. Uh, I don't know who I'm betting against. This one. Well, it was that Diego fight that really kind of. I'm betting on me yeah, to get chubbed up in, in Victor. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last time you got laid, Greg? Uh, this, this morning. <laughs> really? Yeah. You got laid this morning? Yeah, man. I've been out of town. We had to hit it a couple times. You fucked a couple times this morning? No, a little last night, a little this morning. Oh, nice. Yeah. How, how long do you usually last? It depends on uh, how many turns we've already taken. Yeah. First one, first one's a quick pop. Yeah. First one's always, yep. you're right? That first one's like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 okay, now let's do oh, it. it's so boring. Right. Oh, <laughs> okay. I've been here too long. Yeah. <laughs> and now here's one for you. <laughs> and that's the way it goes. Everybody gets one. You get a nut. I get a nut. Everybody. You're being like a really a hot chick, and then you, you just try to hold out, get her orgasm the first time, and that way you fuck her again. 
No, first one's always for me. Always? <laughs> always. No, no way. I've made some hot chicks that I that I wanted to impress, but to get mine was was definitely okay. Before we go Let's about play. this, <laughs> let me here yeah. comes the ground rules. Right. No, 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 no ground rules. You can't retweet this. No, no, no ground rules on this. No, I'm talking about when I'm with when I was with a hot chick back in the day. Black loads matter. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So I would I would get mine first because yeah. if, if if all else was said and done and she goes off and oh he wasn't this he wasn't that Mitch but I got my nut and I was objective right but when I want to impress her and and maybe do this again I'll get mine with the mindset of okay this next one is going down it's right. going down for real and I possibly wouldn't let her know that the first one has already happened really. Right, you would just fight right through it. Fight right through it. Yeah, yeah. I fight right, th- fight right through it. I've been going so long. But aren't you wearing a condom? Or yeah, and you fight right through you just it. Fight right through it. But then the condom gets loose because it's got like. Or you're wearing a condom, then you take it off. And you're like, oh, let's get some head. Let's get some other stuff going, and then you mix it up. You you gotta have game with this dog. It ain't just humping rump. I know, but then sometimes she has to blow you with like condom dick. Is that? Do you what? really give a shit? <laughs> what? What? Listen, that's do her they job. Really give a shit? No, I know I do it, but you know. I... Listen, man, that's the thing. I know I'm never. You sure. lost me, Adam. I'm out of here. I know. Come on. Listen, that's I'm different. rolling with psycho you on this are, one. You guys are good looking. Okay, for me it's different. I gotta, I gotta get the first one. There's no chance there's gonna be a second one. Yeah. So the first one's for me. If there's the a second one, I are slim. Yeah, the older I different. get, though, the more like I hold out the first time. Oh, she's going to sure. blow you with condom dick. What? No, no, first, the, old, what? The, old, the older God I get, for it. the older I get, the, the, the more I try to like hold out the first time. I just make her come the first time and then come after yeah, she you're comes. you're a man of the people. But then what happens if you try to hold out and you don't hold out and you fail? Then you go a second time. You can, But I need like a 15-minute intervention. You got to have that plan B. I got to do a couple. Or, you got to have that plan B already <laughs> <laughs> He's got to consult with the cipher. Yeah, I have to call the cipher. Should I fuck her again? Should I not fuck her again? Yes, just have some pomegranate juice and uh, you'll be fine. Yeah, I know. So the last time you got had sex was this morning. What about you, Bubba? Uh, a couple of days ago. I think I did it this time. I think. I think we're. Oh, waiting. you're pregnant again. You feel like you landed I'm, landed th- on the moon. It was the left stroke. Left stroke always. Were you trying to get her pregnant again? Yeah, we're, we're going for another boy this year. Yeah. So why another boy? I mean, you can't, you, you can't decide whether it's a boy or girl before Bro, you. I puts it down. The left stroke's the boy stroke. Mm. I hit it with the left stroke. Left really? Stroke. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Does that not, make any sense? Not for you. But Listen, for me. if it works for him, it works for him. The you know, stroke. it's one of those things. If you believe it works, it works. Wait, the left stroke is the I don't death stroke. Know, so you, the left stroke's the death stroke. You know, I don't got to show you my moves, bro. <laughs> 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 the Listen, left just know that they work. It's incredible. It's incredible. The left stroke is yeah. All right. The it's left like, stroke's the death stroke. So after a girl just gets done, you're like, ah, oh, bitch, I just hit you with that left stroke. Uh, so you think you, <laughs> so you think you nutted her really yeah. good. That that this this is it's a boy. Ah, uh, that's a boy. All right. Yeah. I got nuts. Uh, Power comes from the hips. That's a boy. That's a, yeah. That nice. Was, that was the left stroke. It's the it, nice. <laughs> that really is a super dump. <laughs> super. <laughs> Good for you. And, and Stevie, last time you got laid? Last week. Oh, nice. What was his name? <laughs> no, kid, no, no, no. Was she uh, dead was or alive? <laughs> uh, today is she dead or alive? <laughs> <laughs> I got a hatchback, so transport's tough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's got to kill him at the scene. Uh, nice. Uh, and actually, he, he, he makes love to him first, then he has to drive them to where he wants to kill them, and then kill them. He said, today is she dead or alive? That's awesome. <laughs> 
podcast went left. <laughs> well, now it's a boy. This podcast is brought to you by. Well, listen, guys. Greg, where are you going to be? Anything please coming up? Uh, I'll probably be at the HaHa this weekend, but then, uh, then a bunch of colleges coming up up in Iowa and shit. University of Iowa, we'll be seeing those guys. And, uh, you know, that's, that's Bob's nemesis. University of Iowa? Yeah. Do some really raunchy jokes for them. Well, I have no choice. <laughs> so <laughs> they're going to get it where they. One of my schools is St. Ambrose. Oh, Jesus. And I know, and I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> this is going to be a 10 minute show. They're all going to be atheists by the end of the show. Totally. <laughs> they're going to renounce God. Why know. would you bring him here? <laughs> <laughs> him tear their clothes. No. There is no God. Well, there's your nun experience for the weekend. <laughs> That's right. I get some get a nun in. That'll be great. Get some nun pun. Uh, yeah. Bob, anything coming up? <laughs> I'm waiting, man. Bellator, what's up? What's I'm waiting. Up? Bring it on. I'm on the grind. I'm waiting. I'm you know I'm basically studying for a test that I have no exam yet. Nice. Okay. Just, I'm in the books. That's right. Prozac. Tell them. Yeah. What do you, what do you got ready. Coming up, you got I got. Uh, to get I'll be ready. at Invicta this weekend. Now, Bellator, get Bubba a fight. We need to get Greg in a bar fight again. Yes. There you go. <laughs> now, now, what's up? There's going to be weigh-ins, Greg, next time. Now, now word is that our, 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 our interns... I could have taken that guy, by the way. Now, now, word is our intern, CB, is not a fan of Sage Northcutt. Why is this? Uh, I'm not a fan of Sage Northcutt because I heard Fight Week in Vegas from a few reliable friends of mine that were there. Uh, he doesn't sign autographs because supposedly he has a merchandise deal. And that doesn't bother me as much as hearing about that he turned down a seven and an eight year old for an autograph and told him mm. I can't sign cause I have a merchandise deal. Not really cool with that. Bubba, you being a pro athlete, what are your thoughts on this? I think it's bad. You think it's bad? I think, I mean, the reason why we do this, okay, is one, feed a family, two, because it's something we love and we've been doing it for a long time. But the reason why I want to be great is to show other people who become great how to act when you're great, how to be a man of the people, how to be the people's champion, how to sign autographs, take babies and Well, and for kiss children, them. yeah, man. It's, it's, you a, know, it's just... about the Bubba's about the kids. That's right. It's about the children. The I'm a man stroke. of the people. You know, nice. got to give back. You're in this position because you want it to be. Well, and he's also a kid, too. He's not going to make great decisions. People are going to tell him he has nah, to do this stuff. That. And he's trying I've been to signing do autographs since I was 15. Screw that. You got to do it. Yeah, with your part dick. Of, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> While he was getting a blowjob in high school, he was, he was he, signing he autographs. He was signing the top of girls' heads. Well, I was signing autographs since I was a young boy and giving interviews since I was younger. But you put in that position... And it comes with the territory. Yeah. You have to. He should be cooler than that. that. Yeah, you got to be cooler. I mean, I just don't like him. You won't meet a fan ever. Actually, I I don't have a problem with him. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) You won't meet a fan that ever, ever, I mean, will say I never signed an autograph for him or never did a picture for him at any event, any wrestling tournament, any fight. You won't meet a fan that said, oh, man, I came with the bubble and he couldn't. There will never be that. Good. I like it. I love it. I will be at the Comedy Madhouse tomorrow night in San Diego. Right on. Uh, and the Hollywood Improv this Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Uh, and I'm going to Invicta on Saturday. I'm taking Bubba with me, Sam Tripoli, and possibly Greg. I and, hope uh, so, man. I yes. hope I can get out of that gig. Uh, I'll try to have a fundraiser in Whittier or something. Uh, oh, and also, if you want to learn stand-up, I have a free workshop I'll be doing on March 26th. Go to my website, thecomedyinstitute.com. Yeah, I'm trying to go to that. Really? I got I got to work on my delivery, dog. <laughs> <laughs> my timing's good, but my delivery is off. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you very much. Uh, we had a great press conference today. I'm going March 26. Uh, thank you, King Mo. Uh, thank you, Charlie Rosa. 
Thanks to our new. Oh, inter- y'all talked to Charlie today. Yes, yeah. that's my boy. He's Thanks to dude. our new intern CB. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Bubba J. Thank you, Sideshow. Thank Greg Wilson. Take care, guys. Have a great week.